Uh, let's start episode 197. We're almost there. We're almost done. Almost to 200. I don't know what that means, but we're almost done. But anyway, we're almost to 200. Uh, my name is Tim here at the Current Gen Podcast here with Jeff and Dan. Good evening, my friends. Aloha. Oh, are we in Hawaii? Yeah. Dude, I would I love to. Started Hawaii. learning that. Started learning that on uh, Do With and Go. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't. Okay. Okay. It's not, right. I don't know that it's even on there, honestly. I didn't even look. I don't know if you think? guys knew, but there was a lot of video game stuff happening this past week. So we have mm-hmm. a ton to cover. Uh, if you watch us on YouTube and you happen to tune into our live show, I apologize that you'd heard nothing that I said, but here's the good news uh, Jeff and Dan also said a lot and you could hear them and mm-hmm. you could see the stream and hopefully you were able to get something out of it if you stuck around yeah. and watched any of it so thank you uh but we if you couldn't, couldn't hear the audio when i said this the first time i'm gonna drink some dude's evening stout on this Dude. episode too that means by the time you get to quick hits jeff's gonna be silly. i'm gonna be gone <laughs> <laughs> silly silly make sure you don't go Derek levels of silly you know yeah let's not mm-hmm. go too far um maybe just Maybe just so Kyle good, levels though. of silly, so not chocolatey. Derek levels of silly. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we've got to talk about the Game Awards that happened this week. We've got a major game trailer that came out this week, which is uh, feels like old news after all the Game Awards stuff. Um, but that also happened this week. And one major game and at least one major um, DLC wow. that hit surprisingly this week that we yeah. need to talk about. So let's get into all of it. I think we could kick things off with... The Game Awards, just because that's the biggest thing. That's what's on everyone's mind. And uh, you heard none of my yeah. thoughts because I wasn't being recorded properly. <laughs> right. So I've got thoughts. Uh, but I went ahead and just jotted down what I thought were most of the notable things. We don't have to talk about all these, uh, but these are most of the more notable uh, moments. And most importantly, who had the most correct predictions? Let's start with that, Jeff. Mm. How did we do with our predictions for this year's Game Awards? There was four of us. It was Dan, Jeff, Kyle, myself, how did we do? We predicted 25 total categories, uh, which is not all of them. We did exclude all of the eSports categories. Well, because who cares, right? Because we really are not invested in that at all. We don't know uh, anything about it. Yeah, exactly. Well, Dan might a little bit. We might know eSports game, but that's about it um, at best. So we eliminated that, and we eliminated something else, too. Player's voice. That's the other one. Because... You never know. You never know which way the internet's going to yeah. go. It, it's just they're an unknown variable. What whereas, is player's voice? Uh, that's the player's choice. Uh, player's choice, I mean? The Isn't voters. That the one that we did like choice. every couple oh, of days. Oh, oh, you okay. did like a new selection and you yes. pick like three yeah. and then pick like one. And Baldur's Gate gotcha. 3 won that Baldur's one Gate correctly. Won. Uh, I was surprised. Like Genshin man. Impact really got was. in there, yeah. yeah. Um, so God like that's you, an Genshin. example of like in a category. It's like if Genshin Impact can get in there, then we're not going to predict that award. Did they explain why Genshin was... No. Like allowed to be. I think they. I think they feel no <laughs> obligation to be serious about that award. Like, yeah. I I can't say I blame them because I mean I guess ultimately what do these awards matter? Um, but you know, something not much to them. And people yeah. are mad about it. So it's just yeah, strange. I know. It's like, like did, did it mad. come out on a new console this year? And that's why they're like, all right, that's a twenty twenty three game. I don't think it, it did. I don't think I don't it think, did. I would yeah, remember that. It did. I don't think it did. And yeah, what a weird thing to include. But anyway, so total twenty five categories. Um, right. So I'm gonna have to do some quick math on the fly here. Good Dan, uh, we're going to start. We're going to go from who got the least to and I'm sorry to yes. say your name first, Dan, who got right. the least right to the, who got the most right. Okay. Um, Dan got 12 right, but he did. I think he won the most out of all of us, at least like spiritually, psychologically. 
and he was mm. honest to himself, you know, because he <laughs> voted with his heart. It was a different type of victory. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he voted the best with Final kind. Fantasy fourteen every single time. He voted yep. with, you know, yep. Ben Starr, which I went with as well, and I was wrong on that. That's um, bullshit. And I think Although Tim did won. as well. Yeah, I know. He won the show meme-wise. He's a meme now. Like He's, he's, he's a bigger meme. Too, which is great. Yeah. Than me always. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad um, he's in on the memeing, which is fun. Yes. With In third place with a total of 13 points, it was Tim. Um, just one more right than Dan, but that was and enough. So many more. So many more. To be better than the guy who <laughs> voted with his heart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and in second place, this is not rigged, damn it. Don't say it. Rigged. It's Kyle. Uh, Kyle, he's second place. He was just—he had sixteen correct, and that was just one shy of what I had, which was seventeen. I had seventeen right. Um, and Kyle got like at one point. I don't know that. Yeah, actually, yeah. At one, at several points, sometimes, uh, some of us would get one right, and the rest of us would get all of them wrong. (laughs) And one, and like in particular, best indie, Dan got right. All of us got it wrong. Uh, Kyle got best game direction. All of us got it wrong. I don't think I got any right that everyone missed. Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right. My bad. I misspoke. I'm such Um, a sheep. I'm such a sheep. sheep. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, it turns out the ones that the only one that I got right that I used the betting odds for is game of the year. The rest of them that I used the betting odds for, I got wrong. Well, you don't need betting odds for that. That was such an obvious winner for this year. Yeah, true. You didn't need betting odds for that. Oh, best audio design is the one I got that uh, everybody else missed. Um, Hi-Fi Rux is the one I went with. We all picked something different for that one. We did. We did. That was a different one. And best community support, I went with Baldur's Gate 3, and everybody else picked something different. Hmm. Um, Yeah, that's just some interesting stuff. And then the betting odds told me F123, probably because that was hot on the minds of Vegas betters. Hmm. I don't know, because F1 just had a race there. Um, but obviously Forza was going to win that and I should have trusted that, you know, like yep. whatever. Um, but I still won anyway. So who cares? <laughs> yeah. I look at some of these and I'm like, well, I definitely should not have guessed that one, but okay. Like I see yeah. what I was doing. You know, it's uh, interesting. I think we all did better at the genre guesses than we did at the overall wins. Like, so when it came that. down, like if you look at our chart, more red is at the top half, which are the bigger awards, like yeah. best audio, best narrative, all that kind of stuff. We did worse in that section than we did with best role playing or best family. Like, I think right. it's also because we've all watched the game awards for so many years in a row. Now we have a feeling mm-hmm. for what they're going to try to do. We talked right. it through last right. week too. Like, I think we had a vibe for what they were going to do. Um, and we got most of those, right. Only a couple of us missed yeah. here or there, you know, on certain, certain pieces. Yeah. You only missed like, uh, I think, um, Dan was just throwing uh, at a couple of those. He was just kind of throwing crap at the wall. I only missed one. I don't blame him you for it. Uh, Dude, uh, like Pizza Tower. I was like, listen, yeah, that's you're a just sweet like, whatever, ass name. Pizza Tower, who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pizza Tower, yeah. Um, uh, but I list, like, I missed the racing one that I mentioned because I picked yeah. F1. Uh, a Kyle with Sim party strategy. animals for multiplayer. Yeah. And yeah, you missed a uh, Sim strategy with Fire Emblem Engage. So like, it's really like, you know, I think at the midpoint or whatever, 16 you know, row 16 up, uh, which is we have it. That's how we have it labeled. Game of the year is at the top and then it goes down. Yeah. Um, everything else is like red. <laughs> like there's so much red at the top. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I uh, think like some of the examples were like for best score in music. I like looking back on it. I'm like, of course, Hi-Fi Rush would have won audio design because of how it's used. Not overall score. Overall score is right. going to go to something with a completely original epic score and final that's fantasy how I felt about it. Like, that's, that's why i was even surprised hi-fi rush got nominated which i still yeah. love that for them and because yeah. I, I love that game uh-huh. um but it was still 
ultimately surprising considering all of the original music, like Hogwarts Legacy, that didn't make the cut. Mario well, Wonder didn't make the cut, you know. Wait, Jeff, why didn't Hogwarts Legacy get nominated? I don't, I don't, I think I've been told by Potterheads that it's a mid game. Potterheads. Oh, got it. It's a mid- yeah, it was always a mid game. Nobody actually mid-game. liked okay. it and nobody yeah. talked about it for months. Okay, good. I just, thanks for clearing that up for me. I wasn't sure yeah. why. Okay. That was definitely that and no other reason. Well, uh, that was fun. We'll have to do some more predicting, of course, uh, as other things. I mean, Game Awards is the most is the biggest one, but um, I I do kind of like doing these predictions on various things. So we can we'll try to find other ways for us to predict. Uh, That way we can mock each other for getting it wrong. Uh, We'll find other ways to do that. (laughs) Um, Can I just throw out, though, I'm wearing in solidarity my Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, the one that I wore. Um, Because 16 was robbed. Of game of the year, all right. Won, and I just want to say, I just want. Oh, actually, hold on. The screen's telling me to wrap it up. So, uh, I, I just <laughs> yeah. oh, I see what that you was. Did literally there. five seconds of talking, and it went. But before we talk about a lot of the announcements and stuff, I am curious. And you kind of brought it up, Dan. Like, we 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 said this really quickly at the end of the live reaction, but just for the sake of the podcast. Mm-hmm. overall thoughts on the show and how I think it's fair to say the awards were at least relatively spread out across a wide variety of games. I thought, I mean, there's certainly something that got snubbed, like Spider-Man 2 got no love. I understand why it was in a really weird spot this year, just when it released. And so totally. it's a tough, tough break for them. Absolutely. Um, I think there was another that, Oh, of course, Hogwarts got no, no nominations, of course. So no wins. Um, so there's a few really good games from this year. In the case of Spider-Man 2, truly excellent game. I, like, got, yeah. I still have Octopath Traveler 2 really high in my Oof. personal list. And yeah. it, it only could afford to get nominated for RPG, I think. So that really bummed me out, well, too. <laughs> what's funny, though, is, you know, where that would have landed? Where 16 was. Because 16 is not an RPG. So. That's right. Right. Agreed. It's not. At least not primarily. Like, if you're going to throw it in a category, right? Action. Like, yeah. Ar- action. Yeah. Adventure. Yeah. yeah. Probably yep. action. Yeah. Action, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting. I do think that um, the the folks who make these selections, I think they very much take into consideration what has come before from that studio, from that IP. I think that's been clear over time. Like, Uncharted in 2016... I'm convinced Uncharted 4 was the best video game of that year. I'm not saying it's the best video game ever or that it would win in many other years necessarily. I just think it was the best game of that year in a pretty solid but not amazing 2016. And they gave it to Overwatch. And I just, part of me is like, oh if, my God. Yeah, if, that's if a that huge been, smear on the Game Awards, in my opinion. If that hadn't been a divisive sequel of a long running, at that point, by that point, a long running IP that had been around for a while, a couple spin offs and a couple mainline games. I just wonder if that one would have won. And the same thing, uh, this year's a little different. Baldur's Gate 3 is a game changer. I totally get that. But I do think sometimes games get uh, not a full um, shake when it comes to the attention and love they deserve just because they're a sequel. Marvel's Spider-Man 2, I think a lot of people were fine with it getting snubbed. Major fans weren't, but like a lot of people were like, yeah, no, but it's, you know, Spider-Man 1 got a bunch of credit in 2018. So it's 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 pretty good. I'm like, yeah, but this is a totally different game. And I yeah. feel the same way about Tears of the Kingdom. Didn't get snubbed. I'm glad it won Action Adventure, which we all predicted that was the love it was going to get yeah. and that it deserved it. Well, um, it's funny because literally the same the same argument is made about both of those games. Like the people that are just like the people that are like, why wasn't 
you know, Spider-Man 2, and it's like, I mean, it's the same, it's literally like copy and paste, same game. But it's not at all, they, though. They added some yeah. extra, like a couple extra, but it's like the same game, like you're in the city yeah. that you, and it's like, same with Zelda, right? It's like, well, it's the same, you know, Ty rule. it's the same thing. It's like, I mean, no, not literally. If you've played Tears of the Kingdom, you understand yeah. this way more than just the the ground floor like what you're doing there you know I, so i asked my son to sum it up for me he was too shy to come on the show to talk about this but i asked him to sure. sum up like because he's played so many hours of both breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom he was even telling me he likes some aspects of breath of the wild better he liked the opening mm. of breath of the wild better like on the gre- the plateau where the old sure. man meets with you and kind of yeah. guides you a little bit he just kind of liked that better than the way they opened tears of the kingdom with the islands and and R- king raru and so he's had a lot of thoughtful responses, but he said overall, like there's, in his opinion, totally different games. He said, yeah, some of the buttons are the same and like you'll recognize enemies, but it feels like a completely different game. Like mm. the boss fights, the puzzles, the tools you have, the weapons, the way, way weapons and armor works. The yeah. fact that you've got these huge sky islands, mm-hmm. these massive depths to explore and nice. all of Hyrule. Like he has some great thoughts, I thought, on it. So like. Same thing with Spider-Man 2. There's so many new elements added. And now you've got both Spider-Man in the same world at the same time. There's new dynamics. They're not only with characters, but with gameplay. They did incredible stuff to make, like, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a I fair mean, criticism of those games. Uh, arguably the most to handle it, though, but. arguably the most important Spider-Man villain, like, you know, on the forefront. I mean, you don't get Venom, you know, for... Yeah. A crazy amount of time, but like he is one of the most. And he was you know, handled wonderfully in that game. I love. Yeah, that he did and that. like, so you know, I don't know. You mean Venom proper, like full yeah. Venom? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think uh, overall, I was, I understand why fans of certain games. This is what I was getting at. Are a little upset. Maybe in some cases very upset, like Spider-Man 2, for example. But for the most part, for a year like this, where we've had so many, anywhere from good all the way up to game-changing, like industry-changing games. We've had several of those. Really, really great selection of games. Overall, pretty good variety uh, of winners across the board, I thought. I mean, I think, to be fair, this year has been... Like, uh, if you're comparing to like however far back you want to go, it it was bananas. This year is just crazy, utterly insane. Yeah. Um. So it kind of hard to pick and choose. Yeah, the amount of ten ten games that came out this year is kind of absurd compared to uh, yeah, definitely the last like four years. I guess I don't know. Maybe 2020 was the last time we had like ten ten games like at the very top for Mm. you know. Uh, 2018 four, was a four, really tough one five too, or whatever. Had, uh, yeah, yeah. 2018, 2017. Yeah. yeah. You had Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Spider-Man and God of War and Red Dead Redemption 2. Like you had all these massive AAA. Yeah. And I'm sure there was a game. Souls game out that year too. I don't know. I, there yeah. always is competing with the top tier. That the might have been. Echelon. No. When did Sekiro come out? Sekiro was 2019. 2019 right? it, won, yeah. it won in 2019. So never mind then, because okay. Bloodborne would have been 2017 or no, 2015. That was tw- yeah, and then Dark Souls so, 3 was 2016. So yeah, okay. we were. So oh, maybe we took a break. Maybe yeah. they took a break. Okay. Um, but yeah, so this does happen. But all that Talking to say, to my ass. Uh, there are a lot of things you can criticize rightly about the Game Awards. I thought overall, as far as the actual winners went, I don't look at this list and think, boy, they really mucked it up. Like, I think. They did a good job of recognizing a lot, personally, a lot of different yeah. games. So um, that's just my take on it. Now, real quick, before we get into some of the announcements, Dan, you referenced this. 
we don't really have to dig into this too much. But I'm curious what you guys thought about the way the time was spent during the three hour presentation for these awards, how the airtime was spent. Can I ask you, I know we asked Dan, sorry, but can I ask you guys if you saw anything about any, did anybody do any math about how much time was actually spent on the awards themselves? I, I compared swear to I announcements saw 18% thrown around. Okay. I figured somebody already did the math. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw I 18%. saw it somewhere. Someone posted about it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Dan. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that, I'm pretty sure that's the number, that's the number that's coming to my mind that I saw somebody say 18% was um, uh, people up on stage and then the rest was everything else. So it's like when you, you know, comparatively, you know, 18% versus what, 82%, yeah. like that's 82% that you're doing all the other things. And like, like, I mean, when we were watching the the show, I was like, I was having a good time. I love the trailers. Like, I, I love see like, I love that they throw that in there. It's it's entertaining. I, I love seeing new things. And and some, I mean, they showed freaking new footage of Seven Rebirth. I was screaming yeah. like a girl. Um, <laughs> But like. I also said, like, hey, listen, this is an award show. It's it's important to recognize and acknowledge these people that are pouring pouring their goddamn, you know, blood, sweat and tears into these games like that. It's an award show. That's what it's called. The game awards, you know, so right. we should be acknowledging and letting them like I mean, how much more time really are you tacking onto the show by letting them just kind of go a little bit to have their. Or how much time are you taking away from the marketing side of this thing in order to give developers their fair shake? That's my that's yeah. my thought. Is I think mm. the trailers are cool. The reveals are cool. Some of them were too long. Like sure. some of them didn't yeah. need to be two, three, four minutes. Especially like, the ones that are like, this isn't. We don't even have a release date. This is a cinematic only. Like, why are we here for five minutes with your game then? And hey, or I'm about like, to say something that is maybe uh, really sacrilegious? mean. Is sacrilege for especially like yeah. the Kyles of the world. Okay, so I'm sorry, Kyle. We love you, buddy. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I don't think Kojima yeah. was... and Jordan Peele needed yeah, that about... much time yep. on the stage with mm -hmm. the microphones talking about a game that they had nothing to show. Listen, yep. is that collaboration exciting? Yes, it is. Yes. Very much so. Do we yeah. all want to see what they make? Absolutely. Yes. Like, no doubt about it. It was just they took such a huge chunk of time. Even his Jordan Peele's intro, which was cool. Like we all kind of liked it, but yeah. man, as I'm looking back on it and I just see I IGN's article here, 30 minutes and 42 seconds is their estimate of what was spent on awards and speeches total out yeah. of the two hours and 52 minute runtime of the show, yeah. not counting the pre-show. Right. So 30 minutes of almost three hours. That's about a sixth. That's a little more than a sixth of the entire show was actually spent on awards and speeches. Yeah. That's so, not all. Yeah. either not at all at all not not yeah. yeah not even an award show really at that point right if it's, and again, if it's, it's not if it's less than 50 percent, it's not a game awards um it's not I, an award show it's it, so like the the solution is you either just let the show go for as long as i mean because it's it's not like it's on cable so you just let it go for as long as it true has to or okay. you say and well, it's in okay. california time zone difference so sure you can so or you set a certain amount of time but then you take into account you think you kind of like maybe factor in like all right maybe they do go you know freaking eight minutes long like what's his face yeah. but you factor that into the time you know and 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 then say, hey, like, we're not going to have these trailers in here. That sucks. I'm sorry, but um, I, I think uh, there's some more they can do with the pre-show as well. Some pre-recorded things. So for these smaller categories that they've deemed non-important that Jeff Keighley can just rattle off over the course of like a 45 yeah, second esports and content creator, which was another one we didn't guess on. That was uh, pre-show. Yeah, that was all pre-show. And I don't think but anybody they, got a speech. They, no one said anything. So I was wondering if yeah. you could do, for example, see if stars winning 
uh, best indie was awesome. That game should have been on that stage. Yeah, they absolutely. should have been on the stage. At the very least, they should have been contacted ahead of time. You can record a little thank you speech. We're going to play it. We're actually going to announce yours during the pre-show, right before the show launches. Yeah. And I'll give you a chance to have something pre-recorded. We can air, but right. we don't have to, like. I think I would if I'm in their shoes. I'm like, hey, that's not ideal. I'd like to get up on the stage and be celebrated. But yeah. it's better than just being listed and moving on to the next. Yeah, because this is know. like the one thing that's mainstream enough to be considered the Game Awards for the industry. Right. So for them to get on stage, even for the ones that did get on stage, to get on stage, do a speech for maybe a minute and a half, and then start getting wrap up music, it's like. Is this the most we're going to get is just trailers then, I guess? I feel like a minute so, and a half is even being generous. Like I, I actually yeah. didn't mind the wrap-up stuff as much, as mainly because it was the same people getting on the stage. I'm mean, not the same. A couple times, at least. Like, I saw Sam just Lake, Sam Lake so yeah. many times yeah. with the dance and with the performance stuff they got to do. And then, yeah. like, I just felt like some people were getting so much airtime for a game that's already so huge with a huge marketing budget. Part of me is like, you couldn't have done one award that wasn't Alan Wake involved to get someone different. Yeah, I really wish that Sea of Stars should have been up there, at least with the pre-tape, like you're saying, or and and or Final Fantasy 16 with its Agreed. music award. Yep. Um, especially because like beforehand, you could have coordinated something to allow them to speak because yep. that musician is like such a huge deal so in the can, industry. Yeah, so can you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's just he, not, he I don't know. It rubs me uh, the wrong way. I don't hate it in the moment, especially. I don't think there was not a single moment of despise or distaste in me during the live stream. I was having such a good time. Same here. And it and it was all. It's all in the retrospect. It's it's all exactly. Well, yeah. so, so there's one example that I the the and this was the first one I saw people tweeting about where somebody had their phone and they were like showing the screen and then like the person on stage. So I think what. Yeah, the please wrap it up. The one of the Larian guys, and and I think clearly we missed it, was talking about like during development how like uh like a person or maybe multiple people had passed away during development and like he was like pouring his heart out and like being emotional doing the speech and the fucking you know, wrap it, up, wrap it up and the it's like that's kind of you're being a little dis i think we were like you're being disrespectful like this guy is talking about people passing away and like yeah. you're being like wrap it up yeah, like, that game took years yeah you know so like i think that i think that was the thing that was like oh okay like no that's important that seems in poor taste to me that seems yeah. in poor taste i agree especially when you consider how long the show went. if this show was like an hour and a half and they were just booking it through with barely any trailer like they were trying to squeeze everything in i think mm -hmm. i'd be a little bit more like no you got to make people wrap it up you can't let anyone talk about anything even if it's emotional but that's not what they did it was a two right. hour and 52 minute show that mm -hmm. was clearly super long with tons of stuff yeah and there was so much marketing so much market and i like it they were marketing partnerships to me. especially uh, they were marketing to me so i get it um and i they need to support the show i listen that's yeah. fine but with all that space and all that marketing time i'm with you dan like they they did not need to cut off speeches as quickly he, as they did yeah, uh, yeah he's it feels like i don't know if it's just keely alone or if he has like a whole crew that coordinates this or whatever or so even some of his partners that he allies with in order to produce the show coordinates this but it's like he's putting together a lineup for summer games fest at the game awards and that's not what this show is it's the game awards right. yeah. <laughs> like you don't you, you could half these trailers and i would still be interested in tuning in Agreed. like you don't have to look at all the stuff in our show notes so many about trailers it's so many if you halved this it would still be a good show yeah you know? Yeah.
And again, well, you could be smart. You could be smart about the way, like for example, with Kojima and and um, and Peel. Um, that could have still happened the same exact way it did, but it's just the formatting of the show was just already long enough, and you were already cutting people off that were getting awards. That it, it felt like this is this is a bad. This is not a good idea. But you could have shaved that down. Like they could have come out yeah. together. That still would have been a cool moment. Kojima and Peel coming out together. Like that would have been. Yeah, cool. could, yeah he could have just said Hideo Kojima and a special guest. And then they come out together. Yeah, exactly. And then and then they, you know, talk for not as much time about a game that they're not showing us, you know, like, you know, like, yeah, we're working together and like we really like respect each other and like we're artists. And yeah, looking forward to it, you know, I don't I don't like uh, necessarily ganging up on this particular segment. Because uh, not just for Kyle's sake, but I'm just super hyped about whatever this game is going to be. No, I I assume it's going to be some type of uh, more cinematic than any quite literally live action in some cases than any of Kojima or any video games history. Um, So like, I'm super pumped about this game, but there's, I mean, Simu Liu, what were you doing, bro? Like, just move it along, (laughs) get to the award, stop talking. Like, I mean, there's other examples there. And Matthew McConaughey kept talking about interstellar in his description (laughs) of the game. He should have just said the title of the game first. Like, stop pitching me all this conceptual stuff from your movie that you're in yeah. and tell, cause you made me think that it was interstellar the video game and it wasn't sure. sure. <laughs> you could have just said Exodus. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, uh, in the moment you're right, Jeff, in the moment I wasn't sitting there thinking all these critical things, but it was mo- only in retrospect. And, and honestly, in some cases seeing other opinions out there that I hadn't thought of, yeah. of like, yeah, you're right. They didn't give devs much time. Like as I thought about these small teams and this is, this might be the one game that some of these teams ever get nominated for. And if they win and they're yeah. just mentioned offhand by Jeff, as he goes to the next celebrity and the next developer that gets on there every year, you yeah. know, that's, that's frustrating yeah, wh- moment. Where's the you moment know? of like celebration for Baldur's gate was announced as the winner in at one point in several of the categories that Jeff rattled off. It was like yes. community support, RPG like back to back. It was something else too. It was a multiplayer. And I was like, they get like no opportunity to celebrate one of those when they're back to back like that. Like, um, I don't, I don't know. There's a better way to do that. I don't know what it is. Obviously, I'm. That's not my job to come up with solutions. Um, <laughs> we're just here to complain. We're just here to complain. That's all it is. And offer no hey, solutions. Hey, we're critiquing. We're crit- um, that's yeah, right. yeah. That's right. I, I don't know. I just think that it, it might even sour some developers from showing up to even accept awards in the future if they continue going down yeah. this road. So that's yeah. that's the main concern of mine is like the longevity of the award show the way it currently is for the award recipients. If we had done this episode right after and we kind of did this really quickly as a sum up to close out our live reaction, I would I wouldn't have really thought like yeah no for a long show they did the best they could. I think they did a pretty good job. It's again this is just in retrospect and really hearing from especially people in the industry who are just kind of like well that was a bummer like yeah we kind of yeah. just got glossed over so alana like, did have a follow-up video on this because i watched the one that you talked about last week where she yeah. mentions voting and who votes which is yeah. all on by the way it's all on the game awards website you can look up the voting body yeah um yeah. so people very, can stop a, with the it's whole a wide it's just variety the that jeff's like jeff no, no, likes. it's a super wide variety of people yeah. uh, internationally in the industry international yeah. yeah it's a big group of people but she um, has a follow-up i haven't watched it yet but she I, she I watched the start of the video the very very beginning um so i could save it to my watch list or whatever because youtube sucks at loading that button for me um and she she mentions the you know the basically the same thing exactly what we're talking about awards to marketing ratio yeah Um, and i'm like oh that's what this is about okay cool and she does talk about at the beginning how important this is for some people in the industry because this is what they this is all they get you know yeah 
at it least makes sense that she made a follow-up because I think she really was downplaying how important this is. She, I think she meant right. that for us, the fans. Right. Like, it's not that for important your for opinion, us, the fans. Your personal opinion on Game well, of the Year. Yes. Yeah. Like, it, it is not a personal thing to me. Like, for me, Tears of the Kingdom is my favorite game of the year. Is it? It's not yeah. a personal attack on me that this governing body didn't pick it as their favorite game of the year. It just means they right. picked a different one. Like, that's all yeah. that means. That's literally all it means. And it could just mean one extra voter voted for it over it could, the other one. Yeah. And it could just mean, like, everyone kind of... We should pick Baldur's Gate 3, right? Like, Nintendo yeah. won. Like, we should, we should, yeah, let's pick this one. Like, it, yeah. who knows? And it, honestly, kind of, who cares? There was a lot of yes. deserving yeah. games, and, like, it's not that big of a deal. I'm a, I'm a little more... Um, I think aware now, having seen a lot of the responses, that this does mean a lot. Oh yeah, to people who put their heart and soul into the work, right? Right. And uh, some of them, Sam Lake's a great example, got a chance to shine and really enjoy and kind of bask in the glow of all his hard work. Him and his team, of course, yeah. tons of hard work for Alan Wake too. It's it's really an incredible game in a genre that's not usually my favorite. So right. it's really an incredible feat. Um, but not everyone got to enjoy that glow. Yeah. Um, Especially uh, indie devs. I mean, they're, they're those teams yeah. could be literally one person. You know, I feel like and they, they keep adding. Didn't Cocoon you know, team go up or no? Uh, yes, you're right. They did. Oh, okay. Debut indie. Yeah, Cocoon team got to go. So that was good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was All right. good to see. We can yeah. we can keep moving. Uh, well, I, I will mention about... that my obsession with award shows mainly has to do with uh, the nominees themselves. Like, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but it. it you you get you get some of these games that you're like, what the hell is that? I want to play that. That looks cool. Mm. Sometimes, or you're just talking about it's just the, the fact that you're talking about all the great stuff that came out in a single year, yeah. all together on a list and seeing it. Like I don't know, it's the same for me with movies. Like yeah. Yeah. I'm not sitting here going, this is an amazing award show. Uh, you know, unless they have amazing trailers after showing too. Uh, but it's about the nominees for me. Like it's like, yes, I agree. look at this year. It's crazy good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong though. I am excited for 2024 now, and yeah. in some cases 2025. Um, because did have <laughs> this show did have a lot of cool announcements. Let's go through some of them that I think yeah. were notable, and you guys feel free as we go down. You can see on the notes the list I put in. Feel free if I skip one, um, then just help me circle back to it if you really want to talk about it. Um, first one I want to call out is I think World of Goo Two being revealed is actually a relatively big deal. That game was a Huge deal back in the late 2000s, right? 2008, maybe. I didn't even catch that. World of Go to World of Go <laughs> to, uh, and it's coming out in 2024. Same dev and publisher, the Tomorrow Company or Tomorrow, yeah, Tomorrow Corporation, I think. Um, but anyway, yeah, that game was a lot of fun, especially on the Wii, like the, you know, the point of the screen and kind of like pick yeah. where you put your little pieces and create your yeah. the physics based engine, and it was all very goofy and silly. So to me, that's a pretty exciting one, just in terms of a fun family puzzle game that we will absolutely be playing on the big screen. So Never I'm excited, excited for World of Goo too. The first one is still a lot of fun. I recommend it. I think oh, it's on okay. all. Had it on a tablet actually, which was kind of cool. Tapping it, it works and on a tablet pretty well. Connecting each other, yeah, it worked yeah. pretty well. Yeah, yeah, not a not a bad game for a touchscreen for sure. Um, Thrasher is a new game from this Thumper dev, and I thought the style of this looks really cool. Um, yeah. With yeah. that centipede flying around in space, whatever. Neon. Um, yeah. Thumper was a, a a fun kind of on rails um, rhythm game, and this looks like it's also rhythm based, from what I could tell. So. I, I did not piece this together. We were talking too much. Jeff was drinking his dudesy stout, so we missed some things. It's all uh, it genuinely did, everything is my fault. Every complaint did, we've had about the show. <laughs> I did not even my audio not coming through. Your fault. Uh, 
I did not put together that this game, this windblown game that we immediately started joking around about, you know, animal characters. Here we go again. I didn't pick up. This is the Dead Cells dev. Oh, I didn't know that either. Uh, so <laughs> it's their new game. So I should have been should have sat up in my seat when I saw that. Like yeah. it says yeah. from the creators of Dead Cells in the trailer. But and I we did say amidst the jokes, we did say, look at that combat, though. Yeah, that combat looks fun. Well, that's yeah. why, because Dead Cells has made some of the Dead best Cells. combat ever. Yeah. And so but now it's an isometric action game and. Like I rewatched the trailer once I saw someone say, "That's a cool new game from the Dead Cells people." I was like, "Which one? Did I miss something?" <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so Same. anyway, Windblown what now. What you guys get for making fun of animal people? That's what I you know got. you're right. It's on us. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Animals aren't people, Dan. Uh, they are here. <laughs> so Windblown is on now on my wish list on Steam. I'm very excited for that one because Dead Cells is an, a phenomenal game. So yeah, I'm, it is. It is one of the best. I'm excited about Hot that. Hot take: one of the best action games ever. Yeah. Hey, hey. Cool uh, Jeff, tell me about this uh, Pixar Disney looking game. You like you thought this one looked pretty good. too. I like I the artwork. I don't know that the game itself. It's called. How do you say Harmonium. It? Harmonium. Harmonium. Musical. Yeah. It's, the musical. It's, it's it. It literally looks like a Pixar movie. Not in the way that Dan says it about everything that looks good. But okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> but in the way that <laughs> it's not my fault. You guys don't understand <laughs> styles of things. Okay, and quality. But it's the actual art style quite literally uh, feels lifted from a Pixar movie, and and like um, the only Pixar thing movie. is, um, I think it's rhythm oriented. It is the gameplay. So I don't they describe it as a narrative true. rhythm adventure featuring a deaf. Yeah. And so that part, and, like and, I saw, and the Highland Song happened. game is is kind of like that too. There's some yeah. elements of that too in that in that game. So I mean, if it's as if it plays like that, then I'll yeah. I'll probably get hooked on it. But yeah, I'm intrigued by just the art style alone. I mean, I, that's a really ambitious art style to go it with looks for a video game. Lovely, like this. This yeah. is the kind of game that you see. Like, well, you know, this just looks super happy. Like, uh, yeah. So I I don't know. I'm I'm interested in this one. No so no release date. That was pre show, right? Was that yeah, it was pre show, yeah. Okay. I think it was right this... as we were right as we were kind of logging in, figuring okay. things out. Because some yeah. of this yeah. I'm like with World of Goo Two, for example, I was like, I don't remember that. Like it's like, oh I, okay, I've totally missed that one. Yeah. yeah. Um let's keep going here. Uh the first Berserker Kazan I thought looked really cool. The style almost had like a a souls looking game, but then with anime mm. character design, like it was yeah. really a cool combo of things. Um, it reminded me a little bit of that. There was a Souls game that was an anime style uh, two years ago, maybe. Um, shoot, I forget what it's called now. That, you said it was or wasn't anime style? So. There was one that was anime style, but it was super dark. Um, like um, Code Vein. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Code, so yeah. It, it gives me a little bit of Code Vein vibes just in terms of like the, the style of it. That's all. Uh, but it, yeah, a little bit like since it's a berserker, you know, Viking vibe, <laughs> big axe, that kind of thing. Um, but that, that I like one that. I thought looked pretty cool. I like that. Um, I did not see this one. I think I had stepped away to help with bedtime for the kids. But the first Descendant was this third-person looter shooter coming out this summer. Looks really cool. Um, you say so looter shooter, that. though, and I'm like, uh, I yeah. Know. I always wait to see know. what the impressions are first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I'm I'm usually on the fence with that genre too. Um, I I love Borderlands. I think those games are a lot of fun, and I consider those to be RPG yeah. slash looter shooters in a lot of ways. Um, so okay, that's, that's true. Yeah. This does look cool. When I don't, how do I not remember this either? Was this also pre-show? <laughs> it all blends together when they're I think it was when I was shooters, stepping away, shooters, but it could have like been that. earlier. Yeah, I don't even remember this, Jeff. Like, yeah. <laughs> we got a release date for Space Marine Two, which is September 9th. So um, I kind of like knowing some second half of the year games too. So that doesn't really bother me. Um, I know yeah. it's a longer wait for fans of the ip who are hoping for a 2023 release and then it got delayed to an unknown well, date now at september 9th well but. and it feels like an achievable 
release date instead of like a February one where I go, well, that's going to get delayed again, you know? And Jeff, it feels achievable for you and me to maybe finally install and play the first game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like we keep talking beatable. Feels easy. Please let the summer be like a a few dry months. Um, Let's see here. (laughs) I'm going to jump down to the tales of Kenzera Zau. That was one where we had a a guy came out and introduced it and he was kind of getting emotional and we were being jerks during his intro. (laughs) Um, <laughs> typical, but then we saw the game and we were all like, "All right, well, that looks kind of cool, I guess." Like, it does look really cool. It, it looks, yeah, cool. It looks awesome. Look cool. Yeah, definitely uh, some Ori vibes there. Some Ori yes. vibes. Yep. Two uh, D action platformer, and it has an actual release date, not just a window of April twenty third. So that's pretty neat. Good for him. Yeah. He comes out. He's like, "Listen, I'm. This is like my life's work, and like all that. Y'all aren't listening, but this is my my life's work." And and then he drops a date. I mean, that's fantastic. I love. I that. love it. An Good actual job. one of the best kind of releases, honestly. That's right. Yes, exactly. Or uh, reveals. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got a release date for Black Myth Wukong, uh, which is August twentieth. Yes. By the way, I didn't realize there's a lot of controversy around this game with the oh. developer and things that he has said and things that are happening or something. The, all kinds know. of stuff uh, oh. over there in China with this team. Uh, China. China. So China. anyway, yeah, China. look look some of that up. It's a little interesting. Like, I, okay. I, listen, I'm not like a boycott type person in most scenarios. I'm not suggesting that. It's just an interesting background to what I thought it was is, just kind of. It is funny game. to see it like. When in a Game Awards recap on IGN where or wherever, when they're like, this is everything that was announced during the Game Awards. And then you see this one. And at the end, it says the CEO still has not commented on harassment claims. And I'm like, what the hell does that have to do with this? Yeah, this I reveal think... or whatever. Like, it's Jeez. like it just feels like a randomly tacked on link to another another I news think article. The CEO has pretty publicly said some things that are like, you can't say say that uh, yeah it was like the company or ceo oh, yeah. has not commented on blah 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 yeah. I'm like, what? it is china they're kind of loose cannons There's over there some things so. happening it's not america um, guys i don't know what to tell you it's <laughs> true that's true hey and on february 28th we are getting a really pretty looking remake yeah. of brothers a tale of two sons and Dude, i'm excited for that at first i i thought the rumor was remaster i totally missed the remake part i just in my head i was like it's just a re- remaster who cares Right. This looks freaking incredible. Looks really um, pretty. I'm so ready to cry all over again at this game. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Even though I know this. it's coming. Oh, you never played? You never it, played? Yeah, oh I my never, god! I, 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 I yeah. You guys have yeah. you know sung its praises, and I've heard good things. I, I just never. Yeah, I never. It's played. interesting game because it feels like oh, this could be two player, but they very specifically yeah. set up as one player with the two analog sticks controlling right. the different brothers. So like, and and, yeah, and there's a really great moment towards in the third act that's like related yeah. to the controls that just I, I was going to say the oh. controls are actually built into the story in a way it's really interesting yep. and actually um uh the, the remake design looks more like you're up close and personal on a lot of these epic moments in the game yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas in the in the original it's a lot of top down stuff yeah. especially yes. when you're dealing with giants and stuff like that yeah after playing bramble the mountain king um seeing something like this I'm like oh this is like an even pretty cuz i thought that game was actually pretty good looking for being a, a smaller yeah. dev team Right. Um, at least at moments. Uh, and this is like, oh, okay, this is this looks even better than that. Like, this wow. looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was totally floored by this. And this was like the first thing that they showed in, in the pre-show. And I yeah, was like, was the what are you doing in the pre-show, bro? This is one so of the February, best games ever. <laughs> February 28th for that one. Um, right alongside Rebirth. Um, right? Isn't yeah. that the same, like the day before is, the, is that one? Isn't that yeah, February day before. 20th? You're right. Yeah, because it's a leap year. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Uh, so basically, Saga. everybody beat it. So Dan, you're gonna have to beat it the yeah, 28th. Dan. Just stream the game okay. until you beat stream it because it's yeah. like six yeah. hours or whatever. You can do it. <laughs> you can do it. And the whole time you're just sitting there thinking about Cloud and 
Except for yeah. <laughs> that's um, all I ever think about. Senua Saga Hellblade Two might have been the biggest missed opportunity. Uh, had a really cool music performance. Not like mm. the kind of music I would sit and jam out to, but it was just a cool set and the way that they had everyone right. in costume and uh, and then the trailer they showed. Of course, it looks incredible and terrifying and weird and it's like all right here comes the release date 2024 that's all it says yeah like to me that's a missed opportunity i understand setting a release date is scary i totally get it but i think we've seen this game for now what has it been six years or something that they've been talking about this game maybe not yeah um and we've seen like you keep joking about jeff all these new behind the scenes this check out this trailer and here's how we made it and then like the game is just quiet for like a year and a half and then like here's right. another behind the scenes You're like why <laughs> give us the game in front of the scenes <laughs> why <laughs> um and so anyway i was i thought that was a big miss even if they had to say like summer 2024 like yeah. even if even a window would have been a step above but 2024 i was very disappointed personally yeah, but at it, the same time though people then are like oh then you missed that window and they're like oh dead game blah 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 and so i don't know man. dan they're already saying that about this game that's my point <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. part of me, part of me is like I almost would have respected it a little more if they didn't even bother putting a year on it because it's like, hey, we're just showing you more cool stuff sure. in this game that we're working on. Sure. But they, I don't know. I, I'm not saying there's a perfect way to do it, but seeing just there, well, there is a Fallout 24. I'm like, oh yeah, there is a Fallout Four method. Yeah. You're right, <laughs> the Fallout Four method. That's the perfect. And tell. everyone loved that game without any exceptions, right? Uh, from yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. and absolutely. zero problems too. Yeah, no problems. Yeah. You yeah. can tell yeah. with the Hellblade. Re- uh, not, it's not a reveal. Re, 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 reveal. Uh, to, uh, on that, on at the game awards, that the uh, it's clear how much they care about making the game, making sure the gameplay works. Unlike yeah. looked like a lot know, of gameplay. Unlike didn't a Bethesda game that we're talking about, you know, like they, <laughs> the Fallout Four, the Starfield, whatever. They don't. They want to make sure that it's as seamless as possible, especially considering how lifelike that footage looks. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. But it's still kind of like if you put a year on it like that, that tells me that there's a possibility. It could come out 2025. Like, I mean, that's what it, that's what I think, too. Yeah. Is that negative? That's pretty negative, I think. I know it is. But like, <laughs> and I've pretty yeah, oh, whatever. I, yeah. And also Kyle mentioned in the chat because um, he wasn't part of the live stream. He was doing his own thing with some buddies um, in person. Who does that? Yeah. Um, but uh, people he, like he mentioned people. that uh, he saw the band that played the song before the trailer. Uh-huh. He saw them live. I think their name is High Lung. Um, oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and apparently that is their thing. That's what that's what, that's what they do. They dress like that, and there you go. Cool. Do like cool theatrical show. Hey, that's them. that's uh, a niche that there's not min- much competition in. So yeah, sense, exactly. You know? yeah. Uh, Visions of Mana is confirmed as a new entry in the Mana yeah. series from Square Enix, coming out in 2024. Yeah. Um, I really really thought Secret of Mana because the characters and then two of the enemies. I was like, I've seen that enemy in the Super Nintendo. I swear I've seen it, but yeah. uh, it turns out no. This is a brand new entry in that series, which was very cool. I thought it looked great. Yeah. It looked very lovely. Looked, yeah, nice looked awesome. Game. Yeah, I've yeah. never played any one of any of these because you know, even as close as two years ago, I would not touch any of these game type of games. But this yeah. looks great. I, you know, I actually can't wait for something like this. I still um, Secret of Mana is one of the the uh, great SNES. RPGs out there. I mean, it's actually that far back. Wow. Yeah, and it was an action. Yeah, that was what was cool about it. it I love turn based. They had a really cool like charge up attack system, and I love their progression. Like I loved that game a lot. Um, but it, that was my first experience with a game that was action, and yet you would pause it to go through menus to select different things. Right. And it was like these little radio menus around the characters. Yeah. And I know that Coder, of course, ended up doing that in a brand new way later with Bioware. But like I always thought, Secret of Mana was one of the earliest ones to do action rpg where you can still pause it and do rpg type stuff but anyway 
So there you go, Visions of Mana. Uh, Jurassic Park Survival is truly a first-person, they're calling it, action survival game. Uh, That's exciting. From Saber. Dude. Set set in the the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an even bigger sell for me. Like, if it was Jurassic World, I'd be like, piss (laughs) off. It's going to be terrible. If Chris Pratt showed up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well. He's just doing this for... Yeah, he's just like whoa. That was the third movie was like a parody of his character from the first movie, the first Jurassic World, where he's um, literally just doing this to every dinosaur he sees. He's just... You know that I will absolutely do that. If I ever get face to face with like a legit large predator animal, I'm just gonna sure. be like, oh, I bit my hands off. <laughs> it didn't work, stumps. Chris. I just got it didn't stumps. work. Um, um anyway that had this no is exciting. release date on it yeah. but uh i was joking around about like hey let's because we we're talking about far cry in the avatar universe right. and i was like oh far cry with jurassic park and i don't i'm not saying that's what this is but um there is an, apparently an action and survival element to it which yeah. you could argue that far cry yeah. has those things and also too. my concern was this oh please don't say vr because it did right you know any first person experience like this that yeah. looks this immersive could be a vr game right. but no it didn't it didn't have that tag in any of the consoles it listed so yep Yes, <laughs> exciting. I went to the website just to see, like, did we just they just not put a release date in the trailer? But no, there is no released window even listed. There's actually like an email sign up to get more info on its release. Sign up here, like, so there's no info on the release for that one. Yeah. Um, it's from Saber though, so I think it's fair to expect more Sabre? A double a double Sa- a. Yes. Damn it, Sabre. <laughs> Uh, it's more. It's more. Uh, I think it's appropriate to expect a double A level of quality uh, from this one, but it still could be a lot of fun. And um, be a new day with Dunder Mifflin so, and Sabre. There was uh, the casting of Frank Stone, which is the Dead by Daylight mm-hmm. dev and Supermassive. Um, so I was like shocked that that was. Ha- I was like, oh, Dead by Daylight. Apparently, they had already announced this. So okay. this oh, is just I didn't this unveiling that. of like actual like what what it is. So. Yeah, so this is them collaborating. It is apparently a, a, its own standalone kind of cinematic adventure experience or whatever, just in the Dead by Daylight world. So it's not yeah. like an add-on or DLC or anything. It's its own experience that you'll yeah. play. Um, Until it just happens to be experience. set yeah. in that world. So Only thing cool. that I find a little bit of a bummer is it's um it's all different people. Like I I, I thought it would have been a cool tie-in to have some of the survivors like voice acted and like seeing their personalities like acted out like. Mm. Um, in a game like this, but no, it's all new people. So I mean, still, gotcha. still cool, but you know, would have been a cool homage to, to DVD. Uh, Tango GameWorks lost, and I'm blanking on her name. I looked it up so I wouldn't forget it, and I totally forgot it. But she was the one who came out on stage, and we were like, oh, she's likable. She's got good energy about her. Like she left yeah. Tango GameWorks, and this is her yeah, first yeah, yeah. project. It's called Kamuri, uh, and it had these really cool visuals. If you guys remember what that looked like, it just had a yeah. really cool. It's an action game. And just the way it moved and the way <clears throat> the setting and the characters all looked very, very cool, very slick style. To You're talking that. about uh, the one who left Ghostwire Tokyo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was on the Ghostwire Tokyo. Tokyo yeah, yeah, yeah. That's around the time she left before it came and out. And so yeah. she, uh, this is her new studio, and that's her first game, Kamuri. No no release Sweet. date on that one either. Good one of the funniest reveals was Good for you. Untitled Goose Game dev, uh, this game <laughs> called Big Walk. Uh, the dev team's called House House. Like, it's everything about it's funny. Everything about it's funny. Yeah. They're just uh, <laughs> House House. They're very simple, simple people, you uh, know, just a couple of words, you know. Them, them and Coffee Stain, who does the Goat Sim games, like, they just yeah. get what they're doing better, better than most developers. 
yeah. even dream to dream. you know achieve some sort well, of and devolver is another one of those publishers that i'm just kind of like, yeah man they they i like how they think how self-aware they are uh yeah um but yeah big walk you're these dumb looking play-doh bugs <laughs> in the very realistic well more yeah. realistic ish looking world yeah. uh, very funny um it looks like a multiplayer game you got a team together physics based their arms I mean, are up like this the whole oh time. yeah just flopping around and, i can't like, wait falling. for all the emotes i just can't wait dude. <laughs> i feel That's like this is going to be a really fun like streaming game it's great great streaming yeah, sure. material for sure. a game like this but that's right. 2025 all right murph let's talk about this next game slick uh so what do you guys think about exodus this it's from x bioware devs which i didn't really piece together interstell uh, exodus interstell exodus uh but yep. so mcconaughey's character Perfect. the character that he plays at least some folks are now thinking there might be some kind of generative ai involved with his character because of the way he says that his character will interact with you Mm. So that could have just been McConaughey overselling things like he usually does. Like he just kind of really gets. He would never. <laughs> he a little bit, a <laughs> little, know. just a little bit. Uh, so, but anyway, that'd be interesting, right? If you've got an NPC whose relationship with you is kind of powered by generative AI that will mm. adjust to you. Like I don't know. That's interesting. It's, it's not scary. all scripted, you know. Um, I think they're definitely going for, especially considering the the, the developer's background. They're definitely going for that Mass Effect type of experience in this game yeah. based on very little gameplay we saw. But just the verbiage they were using, yeah, it does seem like they're trying to go for that next-gen, uh, well, current-gen now, but whatever. Maybe even on the next consoles. It might be. Experience. There's no release yeah. date Yeah, at yeah exactly. There's one. no release date, so it could yeah. be PS6. Um, but uh, PS6. That's a, weird, that's a weird title already. Yeah, I, I know. They, gotta, they already have to change it up. PS... PS6. Yeah. What? PS6. Yeah. PS6. PS6. I don't like it. PS6. Like um, <laughs> real aggressive. Real aggressive. So I, I definitely feel like they're trying to do a choice. They're going to try to do a choice-based thing. Like yeah. bring it back, bring Mass Effect back to the roots of what made it uh, great, even though it's not a Mass definitely Effect. Definitely time you know is involved. Interstellar style. Yeah. Time is involved here, too. Yeah. So. Right. That's uh, speaking of... Ori, No Rest for the Wicked, is the next game from Moon Studios. Uh, this is an isometric action RPG from that team. It looks really cool. Yeah, this looks awesome. Um, very cool, like kind of fantasy setting. I just thought that looked great. Um, that's that's coming out sometime in 2024. So between that and the Dead Cells devs, both doing these these very stylish isometric action games, I think we're in for a treat next year. And, and with that genre of uh, yeah, so I'm excited for that one too. Um, I have to at least mention what Fortnite is doing. They are kind of becoming a little more Minecraft slash Roblox-y with their approach. They're opening up their game to be more of a platform, where, of course, their Fortnite Battle Royale is the cornerstone of everything they're doing. Still, mm. I don't think it'll ever change. But now they've got rocket racing and this Lego world thing. They got all these new experiences, these new Fortnite games that aren't Fortnite that you can launch through that platform. So um, it's an interesting way for them to kind of open up and kind of expand their their brand and uh, continue to partner with other IPs. That doesn't just mean it's a new skin in their Battle Royale game. So, um, I don't know. It's it's creative. My son tried it. He loves Rocket League, loves Fortnite. He goes, I don't really like the racing, but I might try it again. But yeah. that was that was his oh. initial take on it. But huh. um, So it's trash is what you're saying. That's yeah, the he said it's awful. It's the, current gen opinion. Their business is falling apart because of this, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yep. Uh, I'd be surprised if they lasted a year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, bastards, poor bastards. So Don't Not is making another... Um, 
oh shoot what was that called life is strange type of a game this one's called yeah. lost records bloom and rage um yes. comes out sometime in 2024 it looks very life is strange vibes um a little bit of stand by me with the kind of the looked like a group of three or four young girl characters who are now adults and crazy things and supernatural things maybe have happened. So, um, I mean, I'm into it, man. I thought the trailer looked good. It just looked like another cool. Don't nod story-based game at a glance, at least. So Jeff, yeah, that Jeff got really very good. excited about the lesbians. Jeff was excited about the, he lesbians. did get a little too excited about that. Didn't he? Yeah. I thought that <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, Oh, my word. Speaking of getting excited for stuff, Skull and Bones has a release date, guys. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. <laughs> February 16th. It's real. February okay. 16th. Uh, and I put yeah right by that note, by the way. Uh, I highly <laughs> doubt that's actually happening. Um, but they have that's a funny. new trailer for it. And I will make fun of this game along with you guys. I will absolutely play this game in some way, shape or form, whether that means I actually bite the bullet and buy it. If the early you know, returns sound really positive somehow. Uh, or at the very least, I will get Ubisoft for a month, their their subscription service, and and try it. Um, yeah. Just because I love Sea of Thieves. It's one of my f- favorite kind of like uh, online persistent, you know, experiences. I really like that game a lot. And this game yeah. looks like it's going to do some of that stuff with some of the Assassin's Creed 4 aesthetic. I don't know. I'm going to give it a try. But this is really funny to me that it's got a release date. And if you pre-order it, you can play it. Or if you get some certain edition, you can get it three days early. They're like... February 13th, maybe three yeah. days before the day it does not come out. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Even funnier to me was the order of the trailer, because uh, normally it's footage. They were like, release. What date. is this? <laughs> but this time they didn't even show Ubisoft. It just said Skull and Bones release date. And then it was the rest of the game. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and it was almost like they were kind of being like, just get this over with. It's, yeah, it's our just, game. Just Here's just the date. Release date out there. Yeah. <laughs> just for God's sakes. Just, just please release this thing, please. <laughs> Um, all right, so that's, that's happening, I guess. Oh, in our skulls. We got, <laughs> Turn it into we got bones. another release date announced, which was for Rise of the Ronin, that PS5 exclusive mm. coming out on, I think yeah, it's PS5 dude. exclusive, March 22nd. Team Ninja, uh, yeah. Yeah. Very this excited. Looks rad. This yeah, this looks rad. really cool. I, I'm just going to have to wait for more hands-on. I know a lot of people got hands on like a couple months. I don't know. It was over the summer, like a few months ago. People got hands serious hands on with this game and the open world traversal and stuff. And like they were kind of saying that it wasn't a souls like like they were kind of saying it's a little easier, but it is still like precision oriented. A lot of the combat. So like I just need to hear more. That's it. I just want to hear more from people that know souls like games and because I'm not a souls like gamer. I can't really do those well. The word souls like being thrown out there or is Oh, for God's sakes. If it's like Ghost of Sush, which obviously had difficulty sliders, like Ghost of the I'm Sush. game. I'm totally that's game what I, that's what my impression of this is. Right. Like, that's what my impression was too. And then I saw or... some of the combat and I was hey, like, that looks tricky. That looks I gotta really tell tricky. you, there are elements of Ghost of the Sush that you could compare to some Souls games. Yeah. There are elements of it. Sure. The precision in the combat and yeah, stuff it depends like that. on the difficulty the you, and all that. you just yeah. select though. But at the same it time. is not a Souls like. I don't think this is a Souls like either. Um, I hope not. There might just be some comparisons to the combat, which is well, not and it's by Team itself. Ninja. Team Ninja did uh, Neo. Neo. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. See, that's why but I just like on its, on I, its own comparing it to the Souls like combat. Sort of. I don't think people should be so scared of that part of it. It's a matter of like, what's the overall gameplay? What's the core gameplay like? Is it a loop? Is it punishing? Is it, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, punishing is the thing I'm looking for. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fill me in, folks. Let me know. Fill me up. Fill my holes. My knowledge holes. Yeah. 
What are those? Uh, Dan, we got some uh, Final Fantasy 16 DLC. Not only yeah. did they announce two DLCs for for Final Fantasy 16, yeah. but they shadow dropped one of them right then. Announced the, the other it. one. For, so we have Rising Tide yeah. coming in the spring. Echoes of the Fallen is out now. Dude, that was crazy. Did you expect that? I know they had said I we're going to work on DLC, but did you expect well, that? Yeah. I thought that was coming I next mean, year. No. <laughs> seems really i mean it's apparently pretty short it's it's very short um but still like no i i I was not i was not expecting that at all i do like that the second dlc which people were theorizing um that was going to be leviathan based and and hoping for which it is which is awesome i think it'll be bigger a bigger experience yeah i think that is yeah especially since we're not getting it for um however long did they it I said guess, spring I, was the spring. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think that will be a little more because you're involving an actual summon in that and you're going to be fighting the summon. So that's like, they're going to probably have to, you know, expand story wise on that. You know? Okay. Okay. Um, but this, I think this, from what I heard does have lore stuff too. It's not just like a quick, whatever thing. It does have like some cool lore stuff in there. Um, yeah. and a sick boss fight. And apparently the music and the boss fight is like, insane and like amazing which i mean not shocked i mean you know obviously uh but yeah no i was not expecting was not expecting a shadow drop for 16 what a year guys what a what a what a year yeah. like when they when they kept asking um who's the director of the games again uh yoshida yeah they kept asking him like at conventions like hey so that dlc expansion or whatever and mm. he just he would just not verbally answer them oh maybe yeah just nod and smile yeah. Yeah. uh i saw it to me I, I took that as okay maybe next year then okay sure yeah. uh so for us to get like a shadow drop sure it's only two hours tops like maybe a little yeah. more than that um but even that even just more of yeah my favorite game of the year like yes i'll yeah. take it absolutely and again like a really fun boss fight apparently at the end and just a great great moment yeah. so well, I'll skip ahead a little bit just because it connects. Another PS5 game with out-of-nowhere DLC is God of War Ragnarok Valhalla yeah. DLC hitting this <laughs> yeah. coming week, yeah. December 12th. Yeah. Now, it's it's a little more of that arena-based, you know, roguelike thing where you can go in and just kind of, you're taking on wave after wave of enemies is the vibe that I'm getting. But, yeah. dude, that's awesome. Free DLC yeah. for God of War Ragnarok. That's great. That's a, that's a good reason to jump back in and, and play more totally. of that absolutely stunning game. So, And that's this week on the 12th is when you can play that. <clears throat> so that was really cool. I, I loved when they showed him, and all of a sudden I had this panic, like, did they already make a third game? Are they out of the... Oh, yeah, no. dude, I was like, no freaking way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when I heard Mamir's voice, I was like, what? No, yeah. that's not possible. Ah! Like, yeah, we're done yeah, with yeah. this world. Right. Um, I thought it was going to be But they're like doing a... the Last of Us 2 thing. That's really cool. The remaster, I should say. Yeah. I thought they oh, were going to yeah, do like a DLC, mode. but... That's that was my so, first. So thing. It, it is DLC, but it's not like story based. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. I thought it was going to be like a you know like an actual like almost like the Miles Morales like something like that. You know. Yeah, which I could see them doing at some point. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's still cool. Um, and then let me jump back back a little bit. Uh, we have a new project from the No Man's Sky team, Hello Games, called Light No Fire, and mm. they're five years into development. Um, which is really impressive because they've spent so much time fixing No Man's Sky and adding to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how do you have time to build something else? Uh, <laughs> and I think this is one of those things where No Man's Sky was announced and it took forever for it to come out. It felt like forever for those of us who are waiting for it. And when it did come out, like Dan said during the live reaction, there are some of us, Dan and I included, that enjoyed it 
we did. But overall, it was not like it wasn't what they said. If you go back and look at everything they were saying mm. about it, it did not meet expectations for a lot of folks. And I understand the complaints. If you go play it now, I think it's one of the coolest space exploration games out there. It's super, super fun. There's so much to do. It's yeah. an absolutely insane game, especially the download size. It's like I think it's less than 20 gigs. It's an insane small yes, download size for for what is in that game. OK, so with that context, same guy comes out talks big about this game but there was a little bit of a different vibe to him it was a little bit more humble a little bit more like i hope you guys like it like we're yeah. pretty nervous like yeah so i i think there's good reason to trust them they cr- they have crushed it with no man's sky over the last few years they've done a great job they have and they continue um, to keep releasing new stuff when they show the montage of of all of the the expansions or whatever updates you want to whatever you yeah. want to call them yeah. I was like, I didn't know they released that many. Like, so I, many. I only yeah. remembered like five, maybe it's like four five of them. a year or something yeah. for the last it's couple of years. Insanity. <laughs> yeah. Every couple months, it's like, here's a new thing. And they list this huge bullet point list of all the additions. I'm like, what? You can have a fleet of ships now? Like, like all yeah. kinds of stuff they keep adding. Um, so I thought Light No Fire looked really cool. It's a, this bit like kind of fantasy world looking. It's like one planet where you can dig underground, but the idea is not to like go somewhere else. You are in one place, exploring with friends, Earth. building. Uh, Dan, you called it No Man's Valheim, which I thought was a great spin yeah. on that because you were, you know, you saw people building and crafting and yeah, writing. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I'm very, very interested in this, uh, but no, of course, no release date listed yet. I think it'll be a few years out, but it's a cool-looking n- new project from from that team. Saw some uh, some funny me- some funny memes. Uh, the was it Walter White when he's screaming in the in the uh, van or truck or whatever. Um, where he's like, no, no, and it's like, no, Sean, no, don't, un- don't announce the, don't, don't oversell the game, no. He what actually retweeted some people telling him like, Sean, don't oversell it. He retweeted yeah, like, oversell. oh f, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's having a good. I think he's he's having some fun with. Yeah, he's playing. Yeah, he's playing it up. Yeah. He's he's, uh, yeah. he's like, yeah, no, I've I've been here before. Play. I know. Yeah. Good. Uh, I loved the Sega games sizzle reel. They they kind of teased uh before <laughs> the game awards like hey it's going to yeah. be a new year new energy and you know a lot of companies will do these kind of marketing things and they come up with a slogan and here's a little campaign like here's our new energy this is legit they yeah, are working so. on many games and they only talked about five of them but apparently there's even more of their ip they're resurfacing and giving some attention to jet set radio shinobi golden axe streets of rage and crazy taxi are all yes. currently in development and there's others too, apparently, that they haven't talked about. Uh, that's insane. Like the Golden Axe was now like this 3D action RPG looking thing, which looked yeah. just in the little clips looked cool. Crazy Taxi with a modern day looking driver. Dude, that's crazy. What? That looks so great. That's crazy. Uh, Jet uh, Jet Set Radio looked cool. Streets of Rage. Jet Set Radio, incredibly important, right? Because then people yeah. haven't people for years been asking for that again. Like they're like, can we please get that again? Like it's like one of those yeah. cult classics. And there's uh, other games that kind of borrow from, like the most yeah. recent one was that Bomb Rush Cyber Funk or whatever that one was. Yeah, um, yeah that came out this year. Yeah. Uh, even Sunset Overdrive had some shades of Jet Set Radio with some of the way yep. you skate, you know, ski around. Anyway, um, very cool. I like what they did. It gives me some excitement to see some old IP resurfacing. I, I love that. Yeah, this might have been great. my favorite thing shown at the show. Honestly, like this was yeah. just so cool to see so many classic games shown at once, and yeah. they're all being remade and with current graphics and stuff. Like that's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was I'm, like a fun, quick, like, oh my, like just boom, boom, boom. I was like, wait, what? What? Yeah. Like every, everything yeah. that they said, it was like, wait a minute, hold on. I didn't on. even need a release date. Just getting, yeah. 
just seeing how far along they already are in this yeah. stuff was already reassuring enough. Like I was just like, holy crap. Yeah, and uh, Sega, yeah. I don't think they have a horrible reputation for delaying, delaying, delaying. Like Sonic Frontiers, everyone yeah, thought so would either. get delayed, but they delivered and it was a really solid game. So like right. um I think we can I think at least a couple of these will see a release in 2024. Just don't know which ones. Um, one of the more surprising announcements I thought was that the team behind Deathloop, so this is one of the Arcane Studios, I forget which one, but it's the one behind Deathloop, not the ones behind Redfall. Yeah, uh, right. They are building a single-player third-person game, uh, Blade, Marvel's Blade. Yeah. And it's going to yeah. be set in Paris. And uh, I don't know, it's very important for me that keep pointing out, this is the Deathloop team. This is right. not the Redfall team. Right. And Dishonored. <laughs> Deathloop and Dishonored. Yes. Deathloop and Dishonored teams. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So um, anyway, but they, they said it's just now in development. Like this is years away, but very right. cool. Now, one thing that was interesting, you know, this company is owned by Microsoft, and I've seen a lot of people point this out. I'm just echoing it. It did mm. not say Xbox. It didn't see Microsoft or Xbox logo anywhere in this trailer. It right. didn't say oh. only on Xbox or day one with Game Pass. Like you didn't see any of the normal that's okay. an interesting catch. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So um, I don't know what that means. Does that mean anything? Maybe I think not. it might. What does it well, mean? No, I was going to say Marvel might be like, well, you can only use this if you can release it on multiple platforms. But they let Spider-Man be on one console, which is, right. well, I mean, you know, there's some PC release for the remaster and Miles Morales. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know. That's a man. That's interesting. Yeah. It could just be one of those things where the game is so far out. There's no need to say that right now. Right, um, right. On the other hand, if you're Microsoft, you need to continue momentum. I think there's relatively positive momentum coming out of this year. You've had some pretty good yeah. uh, exclusives. Not everyone loved them. I get it. But like, I think you've got some momentum. I think they could have. But whatever, yeah. whatever. They have um, award-winning momentum this year. One <laughs> <laughs> no, award. A, you know, Hi-Fi Rush. Just won yeah, they have one, one award-winning momentum. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. The new Kojima game, we, we referenced that already. This game called OD. We don't really know what it is, but it's going to be oh. creepy. And, and they were uh, saying a bunch of gibberish oh. when they were talking. Uh, go figure. Uh, yeah, but the zoom in on the characters with the light reflections in their eyes and the door opening in the reflection, like the creativity and creepiness continues to, like, it's hard not to just be like, dude, how do they think that? This is so yeah. cool looking, yeah. so creative, so weird. So um, despite my criticism of the time they spent on it earlier this has nothing to do with my excitement for what kojima and peel will will do together uh yeah. in creating this thing i, am I mean for that. kojima has been wanting to do a horror game for a, a long time yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah you know good for him good for him good for him good for you. um yeah. oh good for you <laughs> um last but not least the final reveal was monster hunter wilds which i don't usually get things right when i see something i'll call out the name of an ip that i think of immediately and i'm usually wrong but i was right on this one uh and no one could hear it because my audio wasn't working um but <laughs> so you get no credit you get, get no, no credit, credit. Uh, but you guys yeah. heard it you better agree with me um but no monster you didn't say you were you were quiet this whole Shut reveal Shut <laughs> uh monster hunter wilds was revealed for 2025 um i did read up on this a little bit they're saying that Monster Hunter World in uh, 2018 kicked off what they call the fifth gen of Monster Hunter, which included Monster Hunter Rise and all the DLC that came with both those games. Um, and so now it, this is considered the sixth generation of Monster Hunter. Mm. So this is now kind of 
the next thing after World. So it's not saying that Rise wasn't a major release. It was. Rise was an awesome game. I loved that game. But that was kind of an add-on with Worlds. If you played those games, a lot of similar like World and um, like environments and monsters and that kind of thing. A lot of behaviors are the same. A lot of shared stuff. This yeah. is a, a brand new generation of it. And with mounts that apparently can glide or float or fly. Yeah, that look or, cool. Hey, you gotta, you gotta up the you gotta up the ante, you know. So anyway, um, I'm, of course, excited for that. It's kind of cool to have that distant game to like, oh, yeah, don't forget Capcom's got a new Monster Hunter in 2025. So um, that was a a nice reveal. Maybe not like earth shattering for many people, but a really cool. Monster I, think it's, I think it's just me, though. I'm, I mean, I feel like everybody I know that games loves these games and I'm the yeah. only one that's like Monster I'm Hunter gonna, I don't need to is play like <laughs> it's like Cap one of if it might be their most profitable. Maybe Resident Evil is. I don't know. Well, Worlds is what launched it into that stratosphere all the other sure. games were a little more niche and sold well right it's it's yeah. a successful well, japan thing I, I think in japan they sell in like japan crazy. it sells yeah. well but like even their international sales it never it never even sniffed the resident evil sales sure. or some sure. of these other some of their other franchises i think with worlds it actually started to get into that echelon yeah. of like dude we're in the double digit millions with this game yeah because um, for a while or, there they were doing a, a lot of mobile ones and that's big in japan yeah. So they Mobile. like, you know, they're all they're all yeah, they, they did some DS and 3DS magic to make those games somehow functional. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they, they did a good they Capcom does a really good job um, when it comes to their major franchises, at least for the most part. Yeah. All right. That's it for the game awards. We've already talked about our overall thoughts on it. Let's move on to some new stuff. Unless you guys have anything else that I missed that I skipped. Oh, uh, I wrote too. down uh, Pony Island, too. I'm significantly interested in <laughs> only because it looks so weird. The inscription developer yeah and oh, right, yeah. i have never played anything inscription did before especially the first pony island um but the fact that inscription was so good and sold me on a freaking card game which yeah. no card game has ever been able to do that for me um in a video game i'm just like okay i'll play whatever you come up with next so like Dude, this that trailer is so, so weird yeah i'm like it's so, so it's every game known to it's, man in one yeah. game okay yeah. cool um so i'm just intrigued that's all yeah by the time like you the, no more heroes dev like how wacky he is and how weirdly he yeah. combines all things like it's it's similar like what is this that's yeah, like uh, one guy yeah <laughs> inscription was pretty weird it was it was weird. it was so. incredible game though i love that but yeah. yeah it was well deserving of all the praise it got that's for sure um all right so new stuff for this week we gotta first talk about the day before um so yes. the day before <laughs> there's new information dropping about this game <laughs> from reddit detectives every minute that we oh talk about it God. so games like this sometimes are a gift you've got plenty of good <laughs> games to play it's it a gift and sometimes a really like historically awful game and we've had a lot of those this year by the way 2023 as exciting as we are as excited as we are about all the great games there have also been some lowest of the low probably more than i'm used to seeing most years at least as far as like marquee games that are just awful like sure. marquee IPs, like a, an awful King Kong game, an awful Lord of the Rings game with Gollum. Uh, and I think there's a couple other ones too. But this Walking one, Dead. Walking the Dead. The Walking Dead, yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but this one looks so bad. And I've actually watched a few clips of people streaming it. It's hilarious because I remember seeing it revealed. I actually put it on my wish list. I was like, this looks amazing. Oh, me too. It looks yeah. like a kind of an open world division style. Like, I don't know. There's something about it that looks really cool. It I... is not that. No, it's not not that. And it's it's a case of false advertising, not false expectations. It's absolutely 
a scam of a game despite the developer's <laughs> best efforts to not call it that, you know? Um, Didn't they apologize right before it released? It was every uh, all but in words. They didn't say the words, I'm sorry, but they were basically pre-defending themselves and going, this is not a scam. We've worked five years on this, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, it's all like stuff... a director who knows their movie's about to bomb, explaining yeah. why it's the audience's fault for not being into these movies anymore. <laughs> Getting defensive, right? Like, like <laughs> the guy defensive. who did the, uh, the, remember the first Suicide Squad movie, David Ayer? Yeah. He still yeah. talks about that movie, I swear. And, and it's still kind of like a, no, trust me, my vision was really good. Trust me, bro. <laughs> trust, and now trust. he's got a new movie coming out, uh, and he's like, no, trust me, this is like good. It's like really good. It's very R-rated. It's good. I'm like, this is probably <laughs> trash, isn't it? It's the beekeeper movie with Jason Statham. It's so stupid. Um, but anyway, uh, so like Reddit, the Reddit for Day Before is basically an anti-Day Before Reddit now. Because at first yeah. they were super hyped about the game. <laughs> they couldn't wait to drive cars around in a division type of yeah. MMO open world RPG experience. Yes. They couldn't wait. I couldn't wait, too, if that's what it was. Um, but ultimately, it's an extraction shooter. And that's what it. what even is that? Because you said that while we were live streaming, I thought you were joking. Because I yeah. was like, "What is it even an extraction shooter?" Like, I don't even. You uh, you you go to a, a place that's kind of confined. It's not really that open world. Um, you you go get gear and loot, and then you report back to base, and then you go get gear and loot. And you put it's a loop. It's basically a really gross loop. <laughs> and so it's you're not just really that loot? MMO. It's not really that MMO at all. Um. My understanding is at least um, shooting anybody. You, you, you what, yeah, you're shooting stuff, but it's oh, not okay. hordes of zombies. It's supposed to be zombies, but it's not hordes. It's like three or four come at you and they sound like they have indigestion and that's it. <laughs> it's not even. Oh, and they're like, oh, oh. my stuff. And oh, here's the best part about the gameplay. <laughs> no stomach. melee. If you want to melee them too bad. You can't too melee. Bad. Just shoot. <laughs> Yeah. So in that world, you don't know how to use yeah. your arms. If you're out of bullets, some... just run away or lightly jog away, apparently. Um, <laughs> Jesus. With your gun. Good Lord. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's it. Um, but yeah, I've Amazing. seen all the funny uh, expected bugs that you, in an open world awful, game. Like man. The, it looks yeah. real bad. Yeah, it and the crashes at that launch were just so significant that it bombed the score. <laughs> Two hours after launch, like it, it, like the score on Steam is just so abysmal because people couldn't even spend two hours in it uh, without getting crashes every two seconds. Or when they get in the game, they spawn off map outside the playable area. Like, I mean, it's just all of these glitches that are just completely, I mean, yeah, making people just go, I'm just going to get a refund and leave a bad review. That's all I can do. Yeah. Um, I don't understand though, because like, do if so, like when, when a person asks for a refund through Steam, is it taking the money back from the dev? Like, yeah, are, are, uh, I would assume so. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what what was the end game here? Because, like, yeah, I know, I know. I think I mean, there's more. There's more people who won't do it in time because there's a 14 day window. Once you buy it, you have to do it within 14 it days. Like a and you can't window. play it for norm for more than a certain amount of time total. Right? Yeah, it's like a little over. A little. It's supposed to be two hours exactly, but it's sometimes kind of they like when you pace. set up a free trial for somebody, and you're right. like, "Listen, a lot of people are going to cancel this because the service sucks." But there's enough people who will set it and forget it that we're going to make money off this thing. So it could have been I'm, that type of logic. Yeah, I don't know. What uh, Reddit just confusing. 15 hours ago, somebody made a post that they found all of the assets on the um, Unreal Store, the Unreal Engine Store. So this is not a ground up engine built oh. whatever. They basically just spent money on their credit cards or whatever on existing assets that were free for public use, public domain sure. uh, from the unreal store. 
And uh, so there's nothing really original in the game at all. Um, so it's yeah. 40 bucks. Yeah, um, 40 I, bucks. Never, 40 bucks. I don't think I've ever seen overwhelmingly negative on Steam before. Yeah, this has apparently already descended into the Steam's 10 worst games ever already. Wow. Um, and I think yeah, it's all well, because of expectations. The screenshots still look really pretty. Yeah, like the it looks like it should be a really high quality, great game, but it's technically an early access. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, so basically, it's it's uh, asset flipping is what it's called in the industry when you're taking an existing asset that's like public domain from an Unreal Engine store sure. and then putting it in your own game and presenting it like it's your idea, you know, and charging more for it or whatever. That's asset yeah, flipping. I mean... Is that is that even allowed? Because like it's like, what's the point of the assets there, right? Like, why are they there? I mean, I guess it's allowed, uh, but you know, they're not going to go by the word Steam. Uh, I think yeah. they're the only seller of the game right now. They're not going to go by the word of Reddit detectives. You know what I mean? Like, I think sure. that they're gonna. I don't know if Steam's gonna pressure. I don't. Has Steam ever pressured anybody to remove a game unless it's like inherently just problematic? Yeah, I, I just so. don't. I feel like the developer. I think that they will end up making the call. Um, Even then, I'm not sure they remove. I think they're just kind of. Like, they're like, hey, we're just a, we're just the just store. Like whatever. Here. We'll just, we'll we're like we're like a flea market, and people can yeah. set up their tables and sell their stuff. Um, yeah. But uh, and we'll we'll just charge them a fee. Yeah. Somebody oh, yeah. found. There's been a lot of digging done on the on the subreddit, and some yeah what somebody found. Somebody found hey. all the assets and to um, channel our uh, our buddy Kyle, who's not here with us tonight. Uh, because we murdered him, right? Did we murder him? Yeah, no, he's dead. Okay. Yeah, sure. um, but <laughs> to, channel, to channel what he would say sometimes when a game is just like overwhelmingly bad, it's like, well, you know what? It's one less game I have to worry about trying to play. Yeah. Before, like, I, it takes that it's one off true. my plate. I'll never have and, to. And this it. was the one big, uh, you know, aside from Avatar. Avatar. Uh, Avatar. This was the one last big one for me that I even had in my most anticipated of the year at the beginning I, yeah, of the year. It was on my wish list. Yeah. yeah. I, had it, um, I had it. I was just so hyped for, because I love the division games. I yeah. was so hyped for a, a bigger division game experience for somebody to give me that. Somebody give me a car, even a horse, whatever, in a division game. Horse. Um, I don't I wonder, know. Whatever. Did AI make this game? AI that's what it, it could possibly be BAI and the voice uh, acting too. I, I heard that's not very good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's been very interesting to watch. And the, and at one point, their Discord on the day of launch was like locked down from messages because they were like the the mods who I think some of them are devs uh, were like we're getting too many false reports and they're just spreading toxic toxic stuff. Like, and I'm like, sure. no, you're not. People are just being <laughs> accurate about the game and you lied about a lot of stuff. Like, if if it's just an extraction shooter, at the end of the day, you need to remove your uh, open-world MMORPG verbiage entirely, because that's not what the game is anymore, you know? Like, I mean, you yeah. told us that's what the game would be. It still says that in the, stream, stream, uh, the Steam description. They're removing videos of evidence of it being that type of game on their YouTube channel, so they know what they're doing. Like, they're just trying to make a profit on a game at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I get it. Um, all right, real quick, let's just do some quick hits of smaller games before we talk Avatar. Oh, Avatar. Did you guys play, did you guys play the Echoes of the Fallen DLC for Final Fantasy 16 yet? I'm only like half an hour into it. Uh, oh, okay. it, right. it was it was actually very easy to get back into the swing of things, especially because the combat is just so intuitive. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, it you, is. you know, when you go back to this is all occurring in existing places on your map that you've been to before. Um, I think the next expansion, which is a proper expansion, has a different map and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this is more just like DLC uh, mission. Um, but,
But uh, yeah, on your way to mission points, you encounter all these enemies. And I'm like, and, and they're like level 30 and I'm level 50, whatever. So <laughs> so they're going to be easier enemies for you. So it's going to help you get in, back in the combat loop of switching uh, your icon and stuff like that. So I was able to kind of get back in the swing of things pretty easily. And now you can adjust your, uh, cosmetically, you can adjust the way your sword looks. So I chose the Buster Sword look, and that just feels right, oh, dude. Dude, it feels so so right. When I saw that 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 was a thing, I was like, "Are yeah. you kidding me?" Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, but installed, Dan. To... Are you gonna play it? So I, I, because I want to do the, because you can buy the bundled, so you can buy um, a pass was it twenty four ninety nine? Yeah, like a pass yeah. Yeah. of the other deal. So I, I, I'm gonna do that, but I'm just gonna wait to get some, uh, you know, gift cards for Christmas and um, Smart. and then do that. So, well, I, uh, I also love that, um. They do have uh, cosmetic options for every character in your party um, mm -hmm. as well. But <laughs> what I love about it, and this is like sarcastic love, is that it's like one other option. <laughs> oh, they added that previously. And I, that was, and I that don't was love previously. any of the other options. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I, I beat the game too quickly, basically. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's what that's my problem. Um, but uh, but it is funny changing every character over, and the only person I could change over was um, the brother. Uh, I forget his name already. Joshua. Thank you. So like his looked cool. He he's he's mostly red, but there's a black color too that he can wear. Okay, and that looked cool because he looked more like uh, Clive. Um, okay. So I was like, yeah, let's change that. But everybody else kind of looks a little. I don't know. Torgal, I changed too because he's a good boy and he deserves to look cool. Oh, he, he is, is a good, good boy. boy. He's the goodest boy. He is. Um, but yeah, I'm super into it. And like the story is like kind of like. Oh, by the way, there might be another mother crystal, and it's like, okay, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't come care. On. Whatever. What? I, like, I like the logic behind the reason that they gave as to why there might be another mother crystal. Um, okay. it was interesting. Um, so in the lore, it was interesting. Um, but uh, outside of that, it's, you know, there's not really a whole reason yet to Wait, do so this. Do they reference any Leviathan stuff at all in this? Or no, no I think Leviathan okay. is all the final, uh, right, expansion. Okay. Yeah. 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 I just didn't know if, okay. Yeah. I think I this saw... one is Omega something. This right. Yeah. This, boss, yeah. Because yeah, in, in the Final Fantasy series, you usually have Ultima and Omega as like super bosses um, yeah. or like just intertwined in the story in some way if they are, um, which in this case, you know, one of those is. Right. Um, but yeah, o Omega is really that's super awesome that that's like a boss in this, whether it's I don't know if it's like the boss or like a super boss or something. But yeah, yeah I don't that, I didn't I only got. I, I like scrolled through clips of somebody playing through the entire thing just to see what the scope of the game looks like. Yeah. And yeah. the final boss that I saw was just Clive in human form fighting Omega something. Okay. And yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I wonder if he does change eventually. And I just didn't get that far. Like, I, I basically I'm trying to keep some stuff to yeah, surprise yeah. me. Yeah. Omega is one of the like one of the fun, like big bosses that usually is in the series. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes called Omega weapon, right? Like, in yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's what it is. Also out this week was another Warhammer 40k game. There's so many of those these days. It's crazy. They're giving their IP out to all kinds of different studios to build different experiences, which Florida. is very cool. Uh, this one's called Rogue Trader. So it's Warhammer 40k or Warhammer 40. Yeah, 40k Rogue Trader. They're calling it a story-rich classical RPG from Owlcat Games, who made the Pathfinder game. Some people are even comparing like the strategic combat at the isometric view, not unlike something like Baldur's Gate 3 in terms of the combat and where you move around characters and, and level them up and stuff. Um, no one's claiming that it's as good as that. Uh, but they are saying it is a, if you like that kind of game and love the 40K series, it's got pretty good reviews on on Steam. So uh, that's that's out this week along with Highland Song, which Jeff has talked about a little bit. You recommend this yeah. one, Jeff? 
Yeah, I do. Um, this has more in it than I thought it would for like an under twenty dollar game. Um, it, I really thought it was just going to be a side scrolling platformer, and you're kind of a you're like the three. There's like three D backgrounds which look really pretty, and then you're like more of a hand drawn animated character that's moving around, and it looks really cool. I love that clash of styles. It just yeah. looks really cool. Um, yeah. But there's more to it than that. Like there's there is a Highland song element of it. It lives up to that title and in, in that there is a rhythm based section of it where sometimes you'll be running along a cliffside with chasing a deer and you have to hit the jump button timed in accordance with uh, like the beat of the song that you're listening to, which is all it's all folk music. It's all Nordic folk stuff. Scottish stuff. It's stuff. Yeah. Scottish. Uh, yeah, it's very Scottish. Like they put slang in there that's Scottish that I'm like, what the hell are they saying? Like I just <laughs> you have to use context clues. There's no way to understand what they're saying. Uh <laughs> I cannot, I cannot that. And I'm like, what are you I saying? It's like, <laughs> C-A-N-A-A-E. Yeah, exactly. it's like, what is that? Yeah. yeah. What is that? Like, cannot, but like, you're dumb yeah. and you don't yeah. know how to say it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. Scottish people aren't dumb. I'm just Come kidding. Yeah. Um, you sure it's not Irish? But there's also other elements to it that I'm very, very surprised by. And I'm very sure it's not Scottish because I had to look it up at least three times uh, to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the there's a time management element where like there is a day and night cycle and uh, you have like I think seven days, and when the game starts to get to some sort of dock to leave, because um, you play a little girl and she just wants to leave or whatever. Uh, sure. But anyway, um, just leave just because kids they want to run away. They want to yeah. run away. That's what they want to do yeah. uh, sometimes. Um, but uh, yeah, so it like matters. Like the choices that you make, you can choose to go like left or right in terms of like what cliffs you want to go to, what cliffs you want to climb up. Um, and it's kind of like Jusant in that way. Less complicated. <laughs> You're not making real time like problem yeah. solving decisions. Where's my right hand? Yeah. What? You're like doing this <laughs> and you saw it. You're like moving around a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You can go, you can go all the way around. <laughs> Going all the way around in circles, yeah. waiting for the hand to go a little bit farther. Like, okay, yeah, there exactly. we go. There it is. There it is. Um, but the, there is it is a climbing game in that in that regard at least uh, where um yeah the, the, like you pull up a hand drawn map and it's like okay I could go right or I could go left and yeah whatever uh, that's, that's that cool. stuff is kind of cool and I love the time management stuff like you you you'll have like Z's pop up above your head when it's time to go to sleep mm. and you have to find like a like a shelter like a hap, you know haphazardly put together a shelter underneath a rock or something to go to sleep um, and you do have a health bar. And my understanding, at least so far, is that it decreases based on weather conditions. Like if it's too windy or whatever, you're not able to climb effectively or whatever. I don't know. I haven't hit any of the adverse effects yet. I just noticed that the bar goes down slightly if it's raining or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, so there's some of that too. So like it's just it's interesting how involved this game is for just you know, I thought it was just gonna be uh, when they had me time the audio latency, I was like, Oh, it's just a rhythm game. Nope, there's more than that. It's uh I like I like having to I don't know, pick where to go and and the backgrounds look really pretty. Um this game is almost too pretty for how <laughs> how below the price is. I didn't is. think it was coming out this year. I know we got it revealed like at yeah. a recent indie with no date. Thing, no date. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, it's out this week. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> so that's cool. Um I I'm gonna try that one out. It's on my wish list. It's not like it's too expensive. It's only like 17, 18 bucks. It's just I I don't I won't play it right now. So part of me is like, yeah. all right, I'll either buy I it when it I'm is... ready to play it. Or it'll be on Game Pass at some point. Like it's one right. of those that I'll do one of the. I, th- other. I think it is the reason that it's that low is because it's like a th- two or three hour experience, and maybe yeah, it's, it's like 
yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a game that you play again and make different choices. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis is on PC now. If you want to go play that, not on mobile, it's on PC. Um, Ever going to be on consoles is the real question. That is a good question. Uh, If you win one of those, if you win one of those Steam decks, then you could play it there. That's true. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, I completely you forgot. You jerk! You got in the line and I did not. Mine yeah, eventually I, I said. Kinda... Mine eventually just said, "Sorry, like this has closed." And then your number of entries with a big zero. I was like, "Thank you. That's great. Thanks." Um, <laughs> last one, real quick. Back then, I don't know what this is. I don't know what back. Oh, then. I saw. Where did I see a trailer for this? I don't even remember where I saw it. I think I. I can't even tell you, dude. I really can't. Um, but I I found this game somehow. It's on Steam. Uh, it's definitely a double A because it's capped out at 1080p. It's a first person type of puzzle adventure type of game. Oh, okay. Um, and it's you're kind of playing this guy that has Alzheimer's and his children are like remembering you the way you were. So it's one of those touchy feely type of indie games. Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm in the mood to cry. And so I just put it on. <laughs> sure, um, sure. I'm only like 20 minutes in. So like the puzzles are like very introductory and easy. Um, it's really just about going into a room to find a thing and okay. pressing a button to get to a different type of room and finding a thing. And that's about it. Like, But the voiceovers are really what you're supposed to listen to because it's like your children talking to you about how they feel like maybe they weren't there for you or some good memories they had of you and stuff like that. Um, as your memory is like, so it's kind trying of to make you cry. I get it. It's trying really hard. Um, I don't know that reviews. I think reviews might have been really positive for this one on on by the Steam users. I can't remember. Again, I wish I remembered where I saw this game first before I was back like, then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another one to try out um, that our friend Angela from the group highlighted is called Born of Bread. It people what call it this wacky, joyful uh, RPG. They say it's a. Yeah. Uh, very inspired by the Paper Mario games, if you like those. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this. That's cute. Yeah, it's turn based. Yeah, it's turn-based. Super cute, kind of cartoony, and then turn-based, oh, but like simp- simple turn-based, like Paper Mario games were. Um, I love the card, because um, it's like five card options or whatever. Yeah. It looks like cards above your head when it's your turn, and they're very colorful. Yeah, this is. I love this art style. Yeah, people are saying it's got just this fun little sense of humor and cool art style, and they like it. So, Born of Bread. Also, it's a great title, too. Um, yeah. You play as Loaf. Your name is Loaf. Uh, sure. That's my uh, brother's cat's one. name. <laughs> is it really? Yes. Loaf. That is hilarious. Good cat name. Um, so there you go. There, that one looks. That one looks like a good time. Then they um, changed his name to Chongus, I think, because he got fat. Chongus. <laughs> uh, some of those little types of games, like Born of Bread, like for me, there was a game called Tales of Iron from a couple uh, oh, holidays that ago that yeah. just like. It's like, you know, I just kind of want this little distraction of a game that, out of nowhere that looks really cool. Um, so, yeah, for some folks, Born of Bread's a great little holiday game to dive into. Um, last but not least, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is out this week. Well, Dan? Have you guys played Avatar? Uh, we have. We both Avatar. of us we have. Both oh, okay, of us good. Because yeah, I haven't, so. Yeah. And <laughs> hey, I Dan, you haven't played Avatar? You, I haven't played no. Avatar. I've seen Avatar, but I haven't played Avatar. No Avatar? No, um, we'll be right back. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> more Avatar right after this. Um, hey, you guys, you guys blew yourself. That's what. Oh know. no, Fredo blew myself. I, I yep. see what you're doing there. I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I know this game is getting 
about as swimming in sevens of scores as you can possibly imagine. And sure, I looked through sure. those and I thought, oh, these are actually a little lower than I thought. I was thinking it might get high 70s, maybe even low 80s, because I, I thought it was looking and previewing really well. Mm. And I think it st- I think it was. I just think there's enough people out there reviewing the game that are just like, number one, they already don't like the Far Cry formula. So if you sure. if Ubisoft pumps out a game that's got the Far Cry formula, even with the name Far Cry in the title, they're already not going to like it. So I think it's got sure. that working against it. And the IP avatar is divisive at best, and some people just flat out hate it. Some are more uh, lukewarm on it, and I put myself in that category. Like, I'm lukewarm on the IP. I don't hate it. I don't love it either. I am too, yeah. Um, so anyway, I think it, it had a tough hill to climb to get people to really enjoy it. I've jumped into it, and I got to tell you, it might be the best-looking game I've played this year. And there's been a lot of good-looking wow. games this year. I think it is absolutely stunning-looking just environments alone. I think the characters look good. I think the environments look insane. Uh, They look so, so good. And the creatures look great too. And the water and the sky and just like the draw distance. I'm playing on PS5 and I'm just kind of like, how? And it goes to nighttime and everything starts to glow and kind of float, fly around you. And I'm like, okay. I can't wait till nighttime. Oh no. It's so, (laughs) Oh no. I'm going to love it. It's so pretty. And there's there's a couple of times when you have to go in and like find your friends and you all sit around the fire and even the way the lighting of the fire, I'm like, okay, this snowdrop engine from Ubisoft is insane. It's really, really good. Yeah. Okay. All that, that being said, pretty- it is a it is like on par with a spin-off Far Cry game. And if you thought Primal or uh, New Dawn or some of these other kind of like spin-off you know, extra efforts. If you thought those were like already, hey, these are just ca- carbon copy Far Cry games. I'm not interested. It plays like one of those, in my opinion. And that's not a a dig on it. That's just the reality. It plays like a spinoff Far Cry game. So, sure. if that's not your thing, if you don't like that, and if you're already not interested in the world of Avatar, if you're already kind of like, man, I don't like Far Cry formula, and I don't like Avatar, do not play this game. Like, there's no reason to go play this game. Sure. Uh, maybe just go watch videos of how pretty it looks. That's all you need, right? Just go just go watch some 4K video, video captures of it. It's really, really pretty. But if you like Far Cry, I think it's worth giving it a shot. And if you like Avatar, I think it's worth giving it a shot. Because I really do think it's Dude. a com- it's a competent game that looks really good. I played more of it today. I think it's really fun. Um, yeah. You guys but... like Avatar? Okay. <laughs> Gotta stop. It's all right. Gotta stop the bit. I know, Jeff, you're not a big Avatar guy, but I think you also were kind of like, all right, this isn't horrible. Yeah, Uh, no, I actually, uh, I'm actually more in the lukewarm camp on the franchise itself. You wouldn't know it because I love playing the hater. I love playing the hater when it comes to this franchise because it's, it deserves to be knocked down a peg. It's made billions of dollars. It's stupid how much money it's made. So much money. And well, and it doesn't help that James Cameron is so annoying about it. Yeah, exactly. So annoying. He really is. He's, uh, he's, he's really so is annoying him. about this franchise. It, it's it's like, shut up. Um, I'm just the best, guys. Look, the proof's in the money. <sighs> but um, what do you think about the whole concept of it? Like, as you got yeah. into it and like and how they set you up and then send you yeah, out to the at world. the beginning, I was I was actually surprised at how much of uh, how much of the beginning was story based. Yep. And how you're like a member of a uh, Navi tribe that was pretty much kidnapped by the humans. Wiped and, out and they kidnap some of the kids to like, yeah, they kidnap some of the kids to, to mm. brainwash them and to convert them to the human, whatever way of life. Um, and then, you know, something happens that results in you and you end up escaping that facility. 
Um, but there's like a good 30 minutes or so that you're in that yeah. facility. And I'm like, is this all the game is? And so like when I finally got out to Pandora, well, let me I was guess like, another vent I got to run through. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many vents. Oh so my God. Vents. Um, I get it though. They, you know, they had oxygen or whatever to whatever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that's why they're all wearing stupid masks that, yeah, they look really funny when they have those masks they on. They really look funny with the masks yeah. on. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, once I finally, you know, you see that there's like a bright, like tunnel. Yeah. That you're supposed to, it's not really even a tunnel. It's just a hole in the wall. It's a breath of um, the wild moment, Dan, when you yeah, see it, you yeah. see a little door yeah. with the light coming in and you know, you're getting close to outside. And as you get closer, the music's changing and you can kind of hear the animals a little bit. And when you step out, there is that moment of like, okay. Oh, <laughs> That's what this okay. game is. Yeah. That's exactly what the game That's is. That's party. Yeah. And I'm only at the beginning. I haven't even gone to take down the first base, which I assume is going to be uh, oh, eventually okay. a side activity in the game that you. Oh, there's always towers. You it's, go it's to a main mission first. But then, yeah, yeah. 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 I assume you know it's an introductory works. mission. Exactly. Because I played Far Cry 6. I know exactly how it goes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and you're right. It is Far Cry with the uh, with a maybe you know maybe it plays like a spinoff, but it is Far Cry with the Avatar um, coat of paint. Yeah. Um, but man, is it a very pretty coat of paint? Like I'll Great take that. Coat of paint. I will yeah. absolutely take this over um, the environments that we end up in in the Far Cry games. Like I mean, it's just because of the fantasy element, you know. Like I yeah. just love. I'm a sucker for this stuff. Um, maybe not really movie form because the yeah. movies for me just come off so video gamey but that's what makes it such a perfect video game environment like it's sure, like sure. these all I belong that since i saw games. the first avatar was like the movie was fine boy have i it's a deri- very derivative plot but i thought the movie was fun and cool looking yeah but sto- story-wise so derivative and it, but it was fine like i enjoyed it yeah um i didn't hate it didn't love it but i enjoyed it uh but I, I was the same way. I was like, this could be a really fun game. Can you imagine if they just let you loose on this world to explore yeah. and like and they try to survive? That. And and that's what this is. Um, and, and I, it's I don't... the same exact elements of Far Cry that you remember, like the survival elements yeah. of like hunting, collect cooking. these plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crafting on the go. There is cooking um, Zelda style where it's like yeah. you just randomly put two ingredients together and mm-hmm. it may make something. Uh, and if that's the case, it unlocks a new recipe for you to then, if you want to favorite it and come back to it later. Right. Um, and so they have two bars. They have your health bar and your energy bar, which your energy bar can deplete and stay low. It just means you won't regain health automatically once you're hurt. Like your health, your energy being high means you can, you have more stamina for running around and jumping and fighting and all that stuff. But also your health will replenish if you have a good amount of energy and you have mm. to eat food to get energy. It's like the Red Dead 2 logic kind of. Where like yeah. if you eat enough, your yeah. health is going to replenish faster. Basically, yeah, yeah. It, it it doesn't necessarily directly heal you, but it'll help you be healed. There are healing items yeah. as well. Yes. I didn't. I don't love the scanning mechanic. Ubisoft has some pretty good ways of scanning the environment in their other IP that I like way more than this. This kind of narrows it to this weird, like blurry circle that you kind of have to look around. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought they kind of haphazardly put together that and the like menus that. itself. The menus look very double A for a triple A game. That's not that's not wrong. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the, like it's just something sense. about the font and stuff. It's not papyrus. It feels wrong, guys. I'll tell you what menu uh, I do like though is the papyrus. skill menu because the skill unlocking skills involves connecting to these like there's these like I don't know avatar magical plants that you connect to and you can go talk to your ancestors of your tribe and that's how you unlock new skills. So every time Whoa. you get a skill point, you can you so like the skill tree. I'm surprised they included that in the game. I'll be honest. Like that's so it's cool. lore. It's a cool lore element. Yeah. I, I I like that honestly. Like yeah. as dumb as I, I kind of hate the hair connecting thing, but it's a thing they do and they work yeah. it into this game and it kind of works. Yeah, uh, but then that means the, the skill the skill menu tree is a flower that kind of opens up and you pick which area you want to upgrade. So mm-hmm. it's like all right, I like that menu, but the rest of them you're right. It looks yeah. like a mobile game menu. It's, it's just not... font 
That's it. Like, it it's like just like, yeah, it's so weird. Um, but the colors so yeah. make sense. But it's just like the font they choose just in the glow of it just feels very cheap. Yeah. And um, you but can, obviously you they can had to upgrade. Release it, so you can upgrade things like scanning and your combat and all that. So like, I think the scanning gets better. I just when you have a game that's so reliant on you um, harvesting things in your environment. Like I want the scanning thing to be really good and I don't want to have yeah, to keep same. hitting it over and over. Like I want to be able to really see, okay, that there's a million plants around you and maybe one out of every hundred is something yeah. you can harvest. The rest are just there. Well, for games like so. this, uh, the scanning function at least uh, remind me of, uh, well, I guess they're just Sony games. Um, so horizon <laughs> and, and last horizon. Of Us, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Where I'm yeah. in that scanning mode all the time. I Batman games right. too. I'm in it all the time. So it's gotta same be here. good. And this that, one that, is just like I can like hear that scanning that noise in Horizon right now every yeah. time it kicks on that little like yeah. the, the sound it makes. Um, so this one's this one's okay, and you can upgrade it. Uh, it's just not my favorite, but I do like that it tags enemies. So you p- pull up the scanner, automatically you go to take over yeah. bases. Mm. You just do the scanner and just kind of go over, and it'll highlight all the red enemies, and then it will put a little. If you stay on them for like a second, it'll automatically tag them. So that way, when you add a scanning, you can still see where they are. Yeah. So that part's pretty good. You are really big and fast, and the little soldiers Dude, are it's small. I really didn't realize how big these Navi folks were. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, in the movie, it was like, yeah, sure, they look taller. But like when you're actually the size of one, yeah. you know, like looking down on a human like hey, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, they're just like <laughs> NBA players. They're just taller. Like, no, no, they're three times your size. Like, yeah. they're, they're, <laughs> they're way huge. <laughs> and like huge. most of the soldiers that are shooting at you, the bullets do hurt you. Um, but you can just bum rush them and just do a melee punch and they're just dead. Like one punch. Oh, they're so great. much bigger and stronger, yeah. um, which I do like. But then you do start getting flying? into the mix. Do they and... ragdoll at all? Oh, yeah. They go, Oh, that's so great. That's so funny. Love the rag I wish there was like a like a, a Spartan kick or something like that. That'd be great yeah. if they added that, like some kind of Spartan kick. Hey, maybe you'll unlock it. Um, they, they, you do get more weapons. You get like, there's a sling launcher you get relatively early on that reminds me a little bit of Horizon, actually, because you can throw traps and there's different things oh, you good. can craft there, which yeah. I do like. Um, you just bring up a little radio menu to craft different things. You can upgrade your arrows and all that. So like, there's a lot. I mean, it's a Ubisoft Far Cry game. There's lots to upgrade. Uh, there's lots to scavenge and then to build. And uh, I like that. I like that loop. I think they do a good job with it here. There's even like a plant picking mechanic. Okay, here's one gripe. I'm overall pretty positive with this game. I think it's going to be a good time. I'm enjoying it. But they certainly are doubling down on the environmental lecturing that's happening there's a <laughs> lot of that yeah there's so, none of that's happening in the movies i don't know what you're no, talking about no not yeah. even a little not in, not in every plot line um but yeah so there's certainly some of that with some of the missions and there's areas that oh no the big bad people are drilling so the whole land around them is now brown and the plants are dying yeah. so you have to stop them and blow up the drill and then the plants start to turn green again and everything gets pretty again so like there's that uh but then you, when you go to harvest certain fruits there's actually like a little mini game where you have to like not pull the trigger in all the way and then find the direction you can pull it that it won't like hurt the plant or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like for yeah. real, there's like a little mini game with harvest the plant. Correct. So. Everything, everything is life in Pandora <laughs> or whatever their accent is. It's very, uh, yeah. What is that? Culturally appropriative. Yeah. Uh, but okay. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> overall pretty good time deserving of kind of like a seven out of 10 from most people. I think it's just sure. below that on average for, for the aggregate, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a good time. Certainly not in the game of the year discussion outside of visuals. I'll definitely be saying, Hey, this at least deserves an honorable mention, if not to be on the list for best visuals. It's a really visually impressive game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm playing on PC by the way, because uh, I was kind of forced to 
the Xbox integration with the Ubisoft Plus was just a nightmare. I spent an hour trying to get it to see that I was subscribed as a Ubisoft Plus user. Thanks, and I, I think it's an issue on Ubisoft's end. I don't think it's an Xbox issue. I think Ubisoft just sucks. Oh, thanks, that's... Eves, or whatever. Oh, is that the name of the Isn't it Eves, Gil- Eves Gilmel? Thanks, Eves. Eves Gilmel. <laughs> of course, they're French. I freaking <laughs> they are. They French, are quite. Dude. They are very French. The Ubisoft is very French. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> I don't look. If you're French and you're listening, first off, turn us off. Uh, second yeah, off. <laughs> I don't hate you guys. It's just that I'm just going along with the stereotype that French and Americans don't get along. That's yeah, it. that's fair. Uh, Monty oh. Python taught me that when I was young, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah. Um, all right. So not too many headlines to cover because most of them are Game Awards related, but just a couple quick things. Um, we didn't mention this, but Baldur's Gate 3 was launched on Xbox during the Game Awards, and there's a deluxe edition out for all platforms. Good for uh, you. All kinds of bonus stuff. Oh, good for you. Good. Uh, <laughs> sea of Thieves launched their Safer Seas mode. Um, so Season 10's had a bunch of updates. They announced this a while ago, but it's finally live where you can launch your own server with your own, mm. either by yourself or with uh, a group of four. To go and and explore the seas without worrying about being attacked by other pirates, but the game was designed to be a pirating game, and its its core conceit was survive the environment and other players as you navigate and pirate away. Right, that was right. the whole conceit of it. So they didn't want to lose that heart. So the the compromise they make is that you get extremely limited versions of rewards for doing stuff. It's mainly meant for you to be able to comfortably go fish and have fun and do the story quests and stuff without being interrupted mm. it's not meant for you to go make a ton of money or increase your notoriety with all the different guilds um because you get like 30 percent of your gold take going into safer seas mode so it it's oh, severely okay. you can't go in there and just grind away and make all the money in the world with no problems like you're gonna that's make- totally fair I actually really like it i'm like all right if you want to go play with friends or maybe with your kids in my case uh and not be griefed by other players you just want to do like the jack sparrow quests or whatever you want to do like the the tall tales and not be interrupted go for it it's just you're not going to make as much money um doing it that way so there you go um i, I, I did fair. try it out and i thought it was it was fine they, there's a little bit of a wait because uh, there's a lot of people that want to do safer seas mm. so anyway ah. there you go guys there was a grand theft auto 6 trailer this week i don't know if you what? saw it eh. uh i guess some eh. i guess it it was the most viewed i think it beat the mr beast record that was held with like fastest oh like most views in 24 hours or some kind of record that he used to hold sure. as like the biggest youtube personality um but yeah it a lot of people watched it hey this game looks uh looks 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 really really good um, looks right. fine yeah looks according fine. to the devs uh <laughs> that was in-game footage that we saw like yes. all that was, yeah i buy yeah. that i totally buy that in-game footage. Um, yeah. And some of it was like, how? How is that in the game? That's insane. It looks so good. But think about this. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 is 10 years old, I believe. So, um, And old. this one is scheduled for 2025. So it'll be 12 years since the previous game that this one will come out. So It's a new like rage engine. And um, it shows. Like it, 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 it and cool. I have full confidence. Like, sure, it's going to have some known open world bugs that literally every game has at launch. Yeah. So did five. And, and a lot of them will be funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think it'll function just like Red Dead 2, where it's it's mostly going to blow your mind. And yeah, uh, I can't sure. wait, dude. Um, yeah, 20, even a dev that doesn't even work there anymore. He has no reason to swear allegiance to this product. Is like, no, the game looks like that. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. it was a no, it was no longer someone with Rockstar but who yeah. was there who's like yeah no this is it. This is what yeah. the game is. Um and I love the the I don't know. It it, it definitely feels like GTA obviously. Um sure, just sure. based on the footage that we saw. But I love that the additional modern stuff that they're putting in there uh, that's ingrained in our media culture. Now. Yeah, stuff, a lot. Yeah. And I have a feeling there's going to be like a lot of go viral missions or whatever, like, yeah. uh, you know, make a viral <laughs> video missions. Because yeah. it looked like the main character was filming a lot. And I think first person, if I'm judge, judging from this trailer, it's, it sounds like or looks like the first person is going to be available at launch. Whereas oh, before GTA yeah. 5, it was like in yeah. Red Dead 2, it was a uh, post launch edition. It was, right? oh, so, oh. I think of GTA Five. It took a while for them to do it that. Did. Right? It did. Yeah, it was like yeah. with GTA Online, which didn't launch for like two, two years. Yeah, it took something a while. After launch. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I now. think yeah. I don't know. I think people have be done like, some really cool breakdowns of this, showing how it matches up to real life, like Florida man, Florida woman stories. Yeah, it's insane right? how indiscernible it is. Like it's like which yeah. one's real and which one's not. It's kind of wild. Dude, it's uh, literally like some people that are like from Florida. Like does that was the Joker man or something? Yeah. He's like, Mad. I want two mil from Rockstar because they're stealing yeah. my impersonation. It's like, dude, shut the hell up. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah, I forgot he became like, like a streamer or some sort of like, viral uh, celeb or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just super into it, and I love the song choice. They always pick a banger song every yeah. single time. And, like uh, a gator coming into the house and stuff, and like <laughs> that's awesome. And, like, I love oh. that. That is so Tom Petty, right? Florida Man Simulator, and it is a Tom Petty. It song. is Florida Tom Man Petty, Simulator, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm so, I can't wait. Yeah. very excited so for pop. it. Um, uh. Listen, one of the things that they didn't acknowledge at the Game Awards, and you could criticize them for not at least saying something. There's been so many layoffs this year, and I know we always talk about them, but it's mostly because. To mention that. I like to kind of just, I don't know, at least note it. Like it's, we have a very small audience. It's just us, but it's more just kind of like, hey, this sucks. So EA made a round of layoffs at F1 developer Codemasters, apparently mm. commercially not being as successful. That's uh, interesting. They were. I wonder if they overestimated. Maybe next time they will estimate them. I mean, and um, it's, it's cold hearted. <laughs> you know, when these big companies will lay off a few dozen or more people and then, yeah. you know, it's, it's referred to as redundancies and it just, sucks it just sucks. yeah it's just awful but uh, but like i'm just surprised at this one because i felt like i don't know the last f1 and then this one oh they review received, right yeah so positively to the and like the story is just so good and yeah i don't know i just thought it was doing that like better i don't that's yeah. just surprising i don't know it's not like it's shut down they're not doing anymore it's more of like hey this isn't funding yeah right uh us to continue employing you um Assassin's Creed Mirage is getting a new game plus next week, and they had promised a permadeath mode, which I would not be interested in in a game like that, but some people would. No. Uh, that mode is coming, but it's delayed for now, but new game plus will hit, uh, along with Alan Wake 2 getting a new game plus and what they're calling the final draft update, which is a funny update title. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but new game plus and a few other subtle additions, they say. So Alan if there's Wake a third 2. game, is it going to be like, I don't know. Final Final 2.0? First edit or something? <laughs> final <laughs> They got to start naming it like we do files when we share them. And it's like, all yeah. right, this is final, final, underscore. Final, 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 V2, V6. Yeah. <laughs> underscore November 2023, V3. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. might. They might. Uh, yeah, they might. Um, so there you go. That's all. That's all I've got. I know we've gone long already this episode. Uh, I can already tell you, outside of Avatar, I don't really have a ton of quick hits or things to suggest. So I'll throw it to you guys if you've got things you want to. Oh, nice. To, uh, to tell us about that you're playing. Uh, why don't we go with you first, Jeff, and then Danny close us out. Okay. Uh, I only have a, a movie journey that I'm taking, and I only have one place to talk about it, and it's here, because current cinema, um, we just don't... We're aiming for shorter episodes now, and we don't 
have a lot of time, Kyle and I, to schedule yeah. them. So I just want to mention here that I'm trying to go back and watch all the Oscar Best Picture winners uh, f- from the Academy Awards. Um, what, year, ha- what year do they start Oscars? Uh, 1920. Okay. Hold on. Oh, so like are, you're going, you, are you going um, in order? No, I'm going random, like based okay. on what I feel like watching, basically. And you're just checking them off as you, as you Yeah. Mentioned. So I've already watched 70 of Okay, well, after this week, 70 of them. Jeez. Uh so like I'm, I've already watched a I don't lot know if I've of seen them. Seventy movies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my whole life. My whole life. Seventy movies. What's the deal? Just think of Transformers, and you got like half the list filled. That's seventy movies. Uh, anyway, um, That's, you're not wrong. Uh, but like, uh, so like the only ones I have left are mostly old black and white ones. Okay. Uh, sure. Maybe Out of Africa is the only one that's like from the eighties. Okay. But anyway, I try to stay on the up and up, just because. Much like the Game Awards, if it won something, it could be good, you know? Yeah. And I want to watch good stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm starting that whole journey for no reason other than just my own joy. Uh, and uh, so I wrote, like, one-sentence reviews for each one and a factoid. Oh, that's That fun. I've watched this week. Uh, so I so watched... you need to here. bring back, Jeff? You need to bring back your... Thir- well, it was a 10-second review. 10-second movie review. This is kind of what that is, but it's, I would say, 15 <laughs> seconds. Um, so the first one I watched is called From Here to Eternity. Uh, it won Best Picture at the 26th Academy Awards in 1954. I watched it on HBO Max. This has Frank, Frank Sinatra in it, who I liked. Oh. Um, and Pearl Harbor does factor into the story at the by the end of it, but it definitely felt like an eternity to watch it. Um, Good. <laughs> all right. Good. I, like this. I like what we're doing. Keep going. I like this. Okay. So the next one is called It Happened One Night, which won Best Picture at the 7th Academy Awards in 1935. I watched it on... In recognizing these titles. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it on Tubi, which is apparently a thing, but it's a free service and it has ads. Uh, very useful because it does have a lot of classic movies and TV shows and all this oh, stuff okay. on there. That's cool. um, but yeah, this movie is like literally the template for every single rom-com you can think of after it. Um, mm. Like every single one. And it's regarded as one of the best movies ever made. And hey, it's actually very good. I like this one. This was very yeah. funny. Uh, I was surprised. I really didn't expect I would like it. Um, it's really good. Um, and then the last one I watched uh, so far this week uh, was the, it's called The Last Emperor. I watched it on Max, and it won Best Picture at the 60th Academy Awards in 1988. I've actually heard of this one. I've never seen it, though. Yeah, this is probably the most recent one that I had on my list. That's why I wanted to watch it. I was like, it's probably at least it's going to look good, you know? Um, so I watched on, uh, I think I already mentioned I watched it on Max. Uh, so yeah, basically China let some Westerner filmmaker shoot for real in the Forbidden City, which is so unheard of. Normally, yeah. they only let Chinese filmmakers do that. Um, and the Forbidden City is like the palace district where all of the royalty and stuff live. Um, and the emperors, of course. I mean, that's when you name <laughs> so, something when you don't want white. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> and it's forbidden. extremely guarded, extremely gated. Like, I mean, if the, when there are wars happening, it's normally outside the gates. Like, yeah. um, rarely does it enter. Um, so, yeah, it's it's an interesting story, but it is. It's about the actual last emperor of China. I can't forget his name, but it is pretty boring. Uh, so, you know, it's an Oscar okay. movie. Um <laughs> this is like the oscar movie you think of when you think of oscar movies like you know um so yeah that's those are the only ones i watched this week but okay. uh yeah I, I think it'd be fun to revisit that okay yeah I'm, I'm curious to hear your other one sentence reviews those are fun yeah. <laughs> uh i like those a lot actually uh dan what about you anything else you're playing outside of you know new stuff or you know game awards thoughts um or you want to I... plug what you're doing next on streaming because I, I know it's been about a week since you've been streaming right yeah, I meant to. Uh, this week, I I um, was gonna wrap up with the post game content of Super Mario RPG, but I didn't. Um, and also just because 
Well, I forget what it was. Why I I, I was gonna do it Tuesday or Wednesday, and then something came up. Um, but my it's sister Obama's actually. Fault. Oh, it okay. is Obama's fault. My sister, well, and also my sister and her husband had her uh, their first baby. Hey, so. oh nice! Congrats, yeah. Uncle Daniel. So thank you. Uncle Hood is the best. Yes, congrats. Man. I mean, that's great. Well, on the in laws side, I've I've been an uncle, but now it's like now it's like I'm a blood uncle. You know, now yeah. I got I got yeah. I got flesh and blood here, a little baby, <laughs> yeah. and I get to show him all the cool. Like you keep saying blood, really, like blood, blood, blood. blood. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it's that's just really, really cool. And he's that's a awesome. cute little baby. It's a cute little baby. Um, and that's just gonna be fun, yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. just I'm gonna I'm gonna force him to be a nerd. Whether his parents nice. like it or not. I'm just gonna force him to be a nerd. Sometimes you gotta um, force. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but we uh yeah, we went to the hospital to to visit them, um, to go see them. So so nice. it's just kind of a busy yeah. week. Um yeah. but I did I, I booted up uh OG Final Fantasy seven. Okay. because uh, oh. I, I still have never heard lunch. of it. Yeah, I know. It's an indie game. I think game. you it's might have game. a problem, I think. You might have. <laughs> yeah, <a problem>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to get the one freaking trophy that I still need to get. One missing oh. trophy involving it getting it. Yeah, well, getting a date. You There's a date scene, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and certain characters, uh, yeah. depending on certain things throughout the game, uh, will will trigger t- you know certain characters that that end up in that scene. So there's a trophy for one specific character that you have to do. You have to like talk to people and respond to people in certain ways. So like I'm trying to follow a guide. I done it. I tried following the guide in the past, and for some reason it didn't end up with that person being the one that I get in the date. So I'm trying again, and then I'll finally have the platinum. So that's so frustrating. You, you have to go back way far to restart if you don't get the right date. You're like, okay, well I can't just reload a save right before it. I now have to go back and do I, a whole bunch of different stuff. It's true. That is true. But I am basically, I'm like not playing it at a normal pace. Like I'm, I'm just doing Skipping. like, skip, 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 skip. Yeah. Well, like I'm speeding up the game. I have like, you know, where it just gives you the limit break and yeah. I'm just limit breaking everything. Like I'm just basically trying to beeline it and like yeah. respond to like, you know, Easy mode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm trying to get the trophy and then I'll have the plot. Get it. Um, so, um, nice. But yeah, that, that's that's all I can really think of. Oh, um, I'm going to so after I do, I I will try to do the post stream uh or post post game content. Jesus for Super Mario RPG remake. But the 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 next main thing that I'll be doing, and I'm thinking like right at the big start of the new year, I'm going to finally start Final Fantasy one through six, the pixel remasters. Oh, um, nice, sweet. dude! So, I've been thinking about doing that. I have the first two installed on my yeah. uh, Steam Deck. I'm like, I gotta just. Because I never played the originals, at least not all the way through. I think I tried them. Yeah, that's they're kind of a blind spot for me because like I've I've played I, I like almost beat four and six back in the day and just didn't for whatever reason. Um, okay. But I got super, super far in them. And then I beat five, which is odd because like I beat five, but not four and six. The two like pretty much most like popular ones of the classics. Yeah. Um, but five for some reason, you know, and this was like when I first got my like first computer back in the day and I was like learning about like emulation and all that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to play some games and yeah. I, I beat five via emulation. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, like one through three, like I've I've played them, but like barely. So, you know, as a Final Fantasy fan, I kind of feel like I need to, you, you know, do. go through big that fan. journey, go through big that fan. journey. Yes, big fan of the of the pixelated ones. Um. But yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna start with those and that nice. was fun. So 
All right, well, let's wrap it up real quick with just uh, there's not many games coming out this week, but I, there's a couple of things I wanted to highlight that I thought looked interesting. We don't usually do this, but just some things coming up this week that I thought looked uh, interesting. One of them is this, we just talked about Stargate. So there's a Stargate Timekeepers <gasps> game coming out. Whoa, a, okay. <laughs> All right. It's a, some kind of strategy sci-fi. It looks like an overhead, but I see like cones of vision for enemies. I'm not sure exactly what this game is, but Start, it comes okay. out this week. Sure. Um, since you guys just chatted about that on the last episode, uh, House yeah. Flipper 2, which Tim will be playing because he's a loser. <laughs> uh, but I thought House Flipper 1 was actually pretty fun when you do all your sim stuff and then you sell it. It just felt so satisfying. Like, look how much money. So we're spent. doing a sequel to that. Okay. There's a sequel to that stupid game. Sure. Um, there's a game coming out called Soul Slinger that reminds me at a glance in the screenshots, a little bit of Witchfire, not quite as pretty. But it's like a Western with monsters and you're, it's first person, fast paced. Don't know if Soul Slinger will be any good, but that's coming out this week. And then one thing I wanted to highlight, which is actually coming out next Monday, so the 18th, is a DLC for Vampire Survivors called Emergency Meeting. And it's where they're teaming up with the Among Us people. Oh, my and God. It that's looks so funny. hilarious. Okay. Uh, wow. They even have a pretty high quality, like little animated teaser thing for it. Um, but you are the little Among Us character with all your mm. special weapons and attacks with enemies just getting demolished by you it just looks really funny and silly um i love their dlc it's pretty fun stuff so anyway i'm uh i'm seeing the boy in the heron heron uh tomorrow yeah. is yeah. that how you say that word yeah. uh i'm seeing that tomorrow that's the new miyazaki film at studio yeah. ghibli so it looks i'm, I'm super really excited about it. and the voice cast is just stupid good like christian yeah. bale willem dafoe florence Pugh. like i mean just uh, pretty sure that Christian sure Bale and Willem Dafoe have voiced those movies before, too. Yeah, I think right? so. I think you're right. Sure. Yeah. Those two guys, I feel like I've heard in previous films there. They they yeah. get some prolific, uh, some pretty uh, big prolific actors to do the so English video. And I'm seeing the most anti- my most anticipated movie for the rest of the year, Poor Things. I'm seeing that next week. That's the Emma Stone movie where she's like Frankenstein's oh, okay. monster. Um, yeah. <laughs> that movie looks just looks so effing weird, and I love it. I love She's Weird. doing some interesting projects between yeah. that reality show show yeah. that she's doing it's and like a, the movie. I think it's mostly scripted, but it, it comes off like they were. Because it's got Fielder and Nathan Nate Fielder. It Nathan does, Fielder. yeah. So like but he's it, weird. It comes off like they're interacting with real people, but I'm pretty sure it's all scripted. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Fielder's doing top notch awkward acting in the show. I love it. That's what it's he does, man. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I learned that from you guys. That's reputation. what he does. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, that does it for us this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, next week, not a lot of new games to cover, but we will be doing, over the next couple episodes, some fun. Since it's kind of Christmas time, holiday time, we'll do some games, some quizzes, some silliness uh, to wrap up the year before we get mean to each other about Game of the Year. Actually, I don't think we will. I think this year might actually be really fun. There's yeah. a lot of good stuff yeah. to celebrate. Um, but yeah, just some kind of goofy, fun episodes in the next few weeks. But thank you guys for being here. 